Hey, I'm Kyron. And this is Joel. And this week on the Dialogue Options Podcast, we pull our devil triggers. everyone to another episode of the dialogue options podcast with your ever faithful hosts joel mcdonald that is me and as always my very very good friend and co-host mr kyron morrison how are you doing good sir joel um, it's been a long weekend i'm quite tired yeah no i yes i 100 percent agree you're um, more tired yeah and you, you handle tired a little bit worse than me yeah no like i'm okay with tired until like it gets to the point where it's too much tired and then i just then i'm bad it's not good <laughs> Not good at all. No, we've had a big we've had a big weekend. I've, I mean, I've had a big couple of weeks. That's the reason why we didn't have an episode last week. It's my fault. I apologize. Uh, I am currently moving house. We've sort of done most of the heavy lifting. We are actually currently recording uh, together in person at my new house, which is pretty cool. It's a good house. Yeah, it's, nice. it's pretty good. It, it's, I, apologies for the. It's a little bit echoey. It's lots of hardwood floors and and like taller ceilings. So. Uh, it's going to be a little bit echoey, but it makes it sound a little bit more ambient, a little bit more spooky, I guess. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, let's go with that. Uh, but yeah, no, we, I, I, on, on top of that, um, I had a, a friend's birthday party on Saturday night and then Sunday, uh, we both went to our good friend's, uh, son's first birthday party, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then, yeah, in between all that, I've been moving house and, packing and all that kind of stuff and now we're in the house and no internet yet but hopefully getting mbn on thursday fingers crossed well i mean we are getting it but just hopefully it'll be an cross, easy cross your fingers for, for a good mbn connection like I a, guess. a solid transition i just i just I, i'm we'll worry about how like stable it is <laughs> once once we get started but sure as long as you get hooked up yeah exactly um but yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do a knock out a cheeky episode today. Get this one out for you guys. Um, but yeah, has anything else been happening for you, Kyron? So it's been two weeks, so it's been a lot. <laughs> true, that's very true. Yeah, but um, it's mostly been just yeah, a couple of games. I watched a couple of movies last week on Netflix. Finally watched Train to Busan. Very nice. very good zombie movie. Awesome. Uh, I watched The Wailing as well, since that's also currently on Netflix. Oh, cool. Also a very interesting Korean horror movie. Bit long, but okay. I, I had nothing to do. Yep. I came out on a day when I was like, I don't really feel like playing games today. So I just watched right. back-to-back Korean horror movies. Nice. As cool. you do. Yeah, but, um, exactly. Yeah. But honestly, apart from that, yeah, just working and games. And now I'm down here. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'm the same. Just working, packing. You've got packing as a, as a big part oh, of yours. It's the worst. It's just the worst. It, it never, is. It never gets any better. Like it's no matter how much stuff you throw out, no matter how much you think you're doing really well, you because you always accumulate more. Yeah, that's true. And the thing was, like, it made it really hard moving from like our old place, which was a two bedroom apartment that was very very small. So you'd pack three boxes, and the place was like full. You couldn't move. And then we moved like you know a few boxes out to the new house like uh, about a week and a bit ago, and they took up like. 
one sixteenth of the land room. Like, it, and, and that was like that. That caused so much clutter in our like our apartment. Um, like even just like the lounge kitchen area is probably larger than a, a good chunk of your apartment. Yeah, so like it's, it's probably about the same size. Though, yeah. to be fair, like it's yeah, pretty pretty good. It's a lot more comfortable. A bit more room to to stretch out and spread out and 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 have things. Um, hopefully by the time we record the next episode, if we have like once I have internet and everything, I'll have the office set up as well. So a recording studio in there. Um, we'll see how how well the NBN's doing. Maybe I'll I'll do a, a little cheeky test stream. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. I don't know, but um, stay tuned for that, I guess. Uh, but all right, I think it's enough banter. I think we should get into. Uh, checking in with uh, with, with uh, all the games that we've been playing since we last spoke uh, by ticking off those boxes on the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show where we uh, report back on all the things that we've been playing since we last uh, recorded an episode. I was going to say... Uh, since last week, but that's not applicable. So um, I will sort of switch that up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so we report back on our findings, what we think, what we liked, what we didn't like about these games, and uh, kind of played a... I know this sounds sort of like, you know, it may be like I've been a little bit counterproductive when I should have been packing. I've played a lot of games in the last few weeks. Um I've played a lot and I'm cutting two. Yep, that's I'm fair. Them. I'm gonna I'm gonna lightning around a couple of mine. Okay. Um, just mention that I because a couple of them I've, I've spoken about before on the show, so there's no need to cover them again. But just touching base back with them again. Um, Karen, tell me about uh, tell me about what you've been playing. Okay, cool. Well, I'll tell you what I'm cutting immediately. Yep, the two games that I've played and I probably am not gonna talk about. Just to make, I don't know, it's going to help anything. But uh, that is uh, Subnautica on PS4. Right. And Timefall 2. Uh, oh. Sorry, man. I, I just, really like I got halfway it. through it. Things happened and I didn't feel like shooting people anymore. Right. It Interesting. Just, it switched me off completely. Wow. I okay. just hard ejected from the game. That's... Uh, so the game I have been playing and is very, very good is Devil May Cry 5 from Capcom. Awesome. Uh, again, I did touch briefly on it in our last episode because mm-hmm. I'd just started it. I actually finished it like a week later, but um, it's very good. It, it shouldn't surprise anyone to hear that Capcom has actually, after going back to the series that people wanted, not DMC. Yep. By, um, oh, Ninja Fury. Yes. We got, we got a proper Devil May Cry this time. And the, the, like Capcom are just killing the game lately. They're they are absolutely doing like wonders. Look, Devil May Cry Five has had some some patchy issues. Like right. there was the stuff with Dante's theme song with the the band and the sexual like assault allegations. Oh, or something. that's right. So then I think they've I think they kept the song, but maybe they either like changed bands or removed a singer or something. Something they did. They did okay. something. Still slipped through when it shouldn't have. But oh well. Yeah. Then there's another thing where a character, I think it's one of the characters is um. Uh, African-American, a black person. Right. And they're voiced by a white person. Right. Which, again, there's a lot of... this. So, look, the game's not perfect behind the scenes. Okay. But look, on the screen, controller in hand, it's pretty damn impeccable. I watched you play it, yeah, before we recorded our last episode, uh, when I went over to your house to record the episode, um, I watched you play a little bit of it, and, yeah, man, it looks really good. I would really like to play it uh, at some point. 
Uh, I won't really talk about story stuff because I think it's still pretty fresh. Okay. And honestly, like, if you're into the Devil May Cry series, and look, honestly, it's very easy to have not had time to play it yet. Yeah. Uh, the story is so good. Like, I, it's like, especially like the last couple of hours are real good. Right. Uh, answers some questions, gives you plenty to, you know, pump your fist for if you, again, have been following the series since it began. Plenty to love there. What I will talk about, because I think I did speak brief, I spoke a lot about playing as Nero, because I played the demo at PAX. Yep. I played the demo when it came out on PS4, and honestly, mm-hmm. back last week when I had played it, I only really played as Nero. Right. So, I will talk probably a bit more about the other two playable characters, which are V and Dante. V's weird. Mm. He's pretty quick to talk about, because, like, honestly, like, as far as the style changes go, he doesn't really change. Like, he's okay. is really interesting, but whereas Nero has all these... You know, his devil bringers, his arms and all that, but he swaps through and Dante just gets a ridiculous armory of weapons to pick from. Like, <laughs> V largely is just like, hey, I'm this guy and I fight with these spirits. And that's fine. Yep. Because it made the combat interesting. There was one particular boss fight I didn't think it worked for, but okay, it's not a huge deal. But anyway, yeah. So for V, largely how you play is V is a character who stays, he just lurks on the outside of battle. Uh... Pressing square is his ranged attack, which is his his bird, who I forget the name of. Uh, yeah. And it sort of can attack at range. And it has like a couple of like, it can like do a dart in attack, like it dives from the sky to do damage and that sort of stuff. Yep. And his triangle attacks, which would be the, a melee attack for like Dante Nero, is like a panther jaguar thing. Okay. Um, Which, yeah, that's basically his melee attacks and... Again, lots of options, lots of like slash attacks and a, a very long spike if you purchase the upgrade, it can attack from long range. Cool. Um, and then his, his devil trick is weird because he has like a big giant golem that he summons down as a, on his circle, I think. Okay. And that thing just basically, it's huge. Yeah. Very slow moving. Uh, you can buy some combos for it and even one where you sort of jump on its shoulder and steer that around and attack. That's cool. Um, uh, and yeah, so that's basically the, the the core of him in a nutshell. Yeah, I when I was watching you play, you were playing as V, and it yes. was, I didn't know anything about it. Because um, yeah, V. So the thing, the reason why V has those spirits is V can't kill anything. Okay, the spirits have to weaken it down, and then like a special little I don't know even how to describe it, like a shape will appear on like the enemies. A quick time event almost like yeah, a, like you, you can lock onto them, and then I've already forgotten the button you press. So basically, he will just teleport over to them and execute them right so they can't kill the enemies but v can but they have to weaken it for v to kill them okay so basically your life as v is just staying far back because he sucks and yep. is very fragile right until your little buddies do all the damage and then you go and finish the job okay. which is interesting there's just a particular boss fight where they take your spirits away from you and you got to get them back one by one by defeating oh. bosses which it's fine by the time you get to the third boss, but boy, the first boss was boring. Yeah, because like I picked, I picked, uh, I think it was the bird. So like it was just a long fight. Oh right, a yeah. long boring fight. Because like ranged attacks, but not as high damage. Yeah, yeah. I was right. like, cool, maybe I should have picked everyone first. This might be on me, but either way, like, yeah, I don't know. That, that particular segment for V didn't work. Otherwise, he was just interesting and different to play mm. as, which was cool. Yeah, in like a hack to to have a character that in a hack and slash game that is 
not really hacking. Yeah, style. like an action. He has his game. cool cane. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he, yeah, looked really cool to play. And his um, book of poems. And I hadn't really seen anything like that, especially in a, like a, like a, this style of game before. No, definitely not. Um, so it was really cool to sort of see them take a risk on something like that. And uh, yeah, like he's definitely very out. interesting. Uh, just in general, one of my favorite things about this game is. Because he is one of those types of characters where you, if you play as him too long, you're like, all right, ready to get back to Nero, thanks. I want to start riding my rocket arm around and like, right. or stopping to Dante and going to like through my four weapons. Yep. Uh, but thankfully, none of the missions are ever really too long. So yeah, you never really get sick of playing as him too much. And from what I've heard, I was listening to, to uh, Tim Geddes talk about it. He's a big fan as well. Um, but he, he was saying about how the fact that it, it is a very linear game, it but is. that's not a bad thing. It is, and I will talk about some things I don't like about the game besides the characters. Okay. Because I love the characters. Right, They're cool. really good. All right, we'll uh, circle back to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, yeah, yeah, everyone is Dante. Dante. So what I like most about this game as well is how the three characters feel different enough. Okay. So like Nero largely is like, you know, you, you're going to be, most of your style points or like racking up those higher skills, the higher scores will be from sort of just knowing how to juggle his abilities. He's, right. got, his, he's got his gun. His sword and like his devil bringer, which again there's a plethora of options to choose from. I think my favorite, even once I finished the game, I think my favorite was just the rocket hand. Yep, that you can sort of ride around because it's cool. Right. Uh, there was a cool one you got a bit that did do like a had essentially like a little witch time slow down effect. Okay. Like sphere that you could put in front of you. So like yeah, there's lots of options, and that sort of is how you will do better with Nero. Like. Because you get you get to pick your loadout, you've got to buy the hands and sort of just build a loadout that works for you, and go from there. The I was look, getting a higher rank as him was I was struggled with because just knowing his options were limited, right? And just never really got the order down for the best way to do it. You didn't have like a, a flow, yeah. For it, yeah. Uh, Dante is Dante is crazy because Dante starts the game off like default. It's like oh yeah, so Dante's got two melee weapons and two guns, and you're like okay, cool. You can swap between those pretty easily. Yep. By the time you finish the game, he's got four melee weapons and four range weapons, and you're just like, "Holy wow, shit!" Uh, but again, I don't, I don't even want to spoil them because Dante's weapons are so fun. Yeah, I've heard bits and pieces about you, some of them. You and... can see one of them in the trailer, but even then, like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, how it how it functions and the attacks you can do with them because, okay. Dante, again, this, this isn't a surprise for anyone who's played Devil May Cry. Right. Dante also has four styles. Right. He's got Gunslinger, Trickster, Royal Guard, and... Oh, there's one more. Gunslinger, Trickster, Royal Guard. There's one more, but I've forgotten it. Okay. Either way... Um, maybe it's just Swordsman. Something like that. Okay. Either way, so they basically will dictate... So not so here we go. He's got four, those four styles, and... Th- each of those styles, the circle button has a different function across everything he's got. <laughs> okay. So a lot of a lot of Dante's like climbing note for those triple S's is just gonna be swapping through weapons mid attacks and just chaining them together. Right. And just when you're when you're in the zone and when you're pulling it off, it nothing matches it. Nothing feels close. Yeah. Like I I was of the opinion that Bayonetta 2 was like it. For action games. Yeah. But I'm playing this and I'm like, Bayonetta 3, like, take notes. <laughs> right. Okay. Take, take notes from this game See, because it's real good. You're really selling me on this game. It's like, so much fun. You mentioned the magical B word. So, yeah. um, 
But that was what I wanted to ask you as well. Like, it is based around a system of combos and yes. like high scores, essentially. Like, if, getting if grades. You want to. If you want to. Um, how hard is it? Like, what's the difficulty curve from going from, like, complete amateur novice scrub or whatever to being able to pull off those types of combos and, and things like that? Does it seem obtainable, like, to someone coming into the, maybe into the, the franchise for the first time? Uh, look, sometimes in like like in the later half of the game, it gets wild. Okay, but it if you're willing to be flexible with like mixing things up mid combos, okay. like honestly, it's not too bad. Even just like knowing or being aware of like your options as you're fighting, like obviously the Nero best example is sort of like knowing that you've got the double bringing to pull the enemies in, right? And then you can push them away with a sword and then close in on them with guns. Is and, like, again, depending on what hand you've got as well, there's options there. Right. If you've got, like, one of them is a... he When he uses it, he does, like, a, a jump boost. Okay. So, like, if you happen to be, like, just beating the snot out of an enemy and sort of punch him away, like, launch him away accidentally, you can sort of chase him through the sky with a rocket boost. Okay. And maybe back in their face again. And, like, it's just... It's going to come down to how willing you are to mix it up and right. just experiment. But, again, if you don't care about scores, you can pretty comfortably get through this game by just... Mashing. Yeah. It get it would get hard in even on normal, like some of the bosses in this game are brutal. Right. And I was oftentimes just taking break breaks because my poor right hand was just like <laughs> make this stop. Yep. Make it stop. Japanese action games are insane. Yeah. So do you think it would still be fun for someone new coming to the franchise if they were just button mashing? I would say yeah, because honestly, even every, every attack, every combo you purchase is just cool. Yeah, it's super flashy. And right? especially, yeah. like, even if you're like, I don't know about Nero or Vite, Dante, don't worry. Like, right. He's got you covered with all his weapons. <laughs> cool. Um, and I tell you what, he has some good weapons. Yeah, I've seen some of them, not fully in action, but I've and I've heard about how they operate, some of them, and I'm like, that's... He has a very interesting ranged attack, which was very different, and a gamble, and... I didn't use it much because I was scared of how it functioned, but I wish I had of. Right. It was hilarious. Okay. Um, did you get a chance to use the Pasta Breaker? Or was that the... That's the Collector's Edition one, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Was that, there, I remember seeing there was one. It was. It's just like a fork on the end of his arm instead of a hand. Because they also, the Pasta Breaker. Because they also had the, um, the Mega Buster as well. That's right. Was yeah. Edition. I, was, I was hoping it would be in there anyway, but it wasn't. I, I heard about that one too. And apparently when you died, you exploded into the, and it made the sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's circles just like shooting like the little yellow. Yeah. Dots, yeah. Little lemons. Which are pretty negligent. In, as far, I imagine as far as damage goes. Right. Yeah. Um, now you were alluding before that there was something you weren't yes. super keen on. So the game is fun. And as you said, the stages are pretty linear. So you never really, uh, you never really seem like you're lost, but boy, if I could angle anything, if this is a complaint, the level design, even just the visual style is just sort of boring. Okay. The second half of the game just sort of takes place in the same, same design, like the same texture set right. for all the characters. And again, it's not a huge issue because like, I guess the, the flip side of this, and without, again, without spoiling anything, the game does take place on like the bulk of the game takes place in an afternoon, oh, right. in a in a day. So right. like, okay, the characters have a set point that they're working from and towards, but like the city stuff in the start of the game sort of is gone by halfway, and you're just sort of in this weird hell to like like level stuff. generic demon area. Yeah, and okay. it, and. Sure, the stages were linear, but sometimes I would break off 
to go pick up an extra like red soul cluster. And then I'd come back and be like, now which way do I go? It all looks the same. Oh. Again, I didn't get, it never got super lost, but it was always sometimes enough to make me go, I went that way, I think. Yeah. And it's just, it just came down to the, the levels all looked the same. Right. Which honestly is probably my biggest complaint because the rest of the game is pretty impeccable. Right. Um, in terms of like, I, again, I'm trying to, without giving any spoilers or anything, but like, does it set up anything for future adventures with the game? There's an opening at the end. Okay. Uh, it, it leaves a couple of characters in very interesting positions. Okay. And yeah, there's, a, there's enough of, like, there's a post credit scene where you're like, I can see where this might go, but it's hard to tell if it'll be DLC or a new game. Right. I think they said they're not doing any story DLC for this game. Okay. So yeah, we'll see, I guess. Because they just dropped a... Well, it's come, it? April 1st, the Blood, Blood Palace. Bloody Palace, yeah. yeah. Yep. Which is apparently... Because the game doesn't communicate it very well, but there is sort of co-op in this game. I've heard and, about that too, yeah. yeah so you can... some. You, there's so a couple of fights that happen with multiple characters. Like there's one where V and Nero are fighting and I think I was matched up with a human. I couldn't really tell. It didn't tell me. Because from what I hear that like if you do that, when you get to the end of that mission, you get a chance to rate the other person. Maybe I didn't then. So, because that's what I've heard. that Like if, if you are matched up with someone in those those particular missions, at the end of it, you get a chance to give them like a ranking. No, I think I did for, the, that, for that V mission. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, there's other ones where, because a lot of the characters' stories run like along one another. Mm-hmm. So there's some fights where you're going through and you're just sort of just hacking away at the demons. And if you look to your left through like a hole in the wall, you can see V or Nero right. also hacking away at demons or fighting a boss that you did when you did that part of your story. So right. I'm not a hundred percent sure if those are players. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I've heard it's like asynchronous as yeah, well. It's, it's not really always, weird. Yeah. And I, maybe that's why it's not very well communicated because it's just like, look, maybe this is kind of cool, but it's, it was, not, it's not a huge deal. Yeah, like, it's not like it's not full co-op. But they're not like making segments. It, they're not they're not like putting it on the front of the box. Yeah, and, it's like a selling point yeah. because it's not what you think it might be. Right. It's just little situations where like that's cool. Yeah. Sort of like a Bayonetta two had like co-op missions like oh pop, yeah the co-op, like fights you could do in like a specific arena or something. They were really cool. Yeah, they were kind of like the challenges. Yeah, 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 and you could do them like uh, team up together. So again, I don't know if there's gonna be any of that stuff in the in the Bloody Palace, but either way, like assuming cause it sounds like Bloody Palace is basically a place to just go and kill waves of demons and okay. just yeah, that sounds like fun, like a horde mode basically. Yeah, essentially, like because like Ooh. as cool as the the. The combat is a lot of times you're like, oh, the fight's over. <laughs> is it, yeah, well, I was just wondering, is there any other games like these, like Japanese action games, that have like a horde mode to them? Not that I really know of. Because it seems like that's a untapped like, market. Yeah. It makes, makes sense. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's a fun idea. So if that's, I think that's what it is, sort mm. of along those lines, because I think it's being built as a place where you can just sort of mess around and use all their like the characters' full abilities and yep. just ha- go nuts. Uh, it comes out April 1st. It's a free mm. download, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'm super keen for that to drop. Be cool if that had co-op as well. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I Again, I really I wish I'd actually like, check the notes on it because it might have co-op. Yeah. Because, like, it is being designed oh. as a sort of a gift for, for the players. Yeah, like. that's awesome. Like, the team behind it, obviously, are very passionate about it. But, like, it's, yes. you, it seems like, from what I've heard other people talk about and yourself talk about, that you can feel that care and attention and love yeah. that's been put into yes. the game which is awesome especially with like a long-running franchise like this yeah that spawned as a a, a test from a resident evil okay <laughs> as a resident crazy evil. yeah it's gotta, insane gotta say as well man that that re engine it is 
it is doing work in this game. Uh, the stuff I've seen from it, yeah, like, man, the, Capcom, just start the, pop, the, pushing stuff out in that. The cutscenes all look really good. Yep. Like, the face capture's really good, the like, lip syncing is just yep. incredible. Uh, the action is off the... It's just off the chain, some of the stuff in those cutscenes, which, again, is, you know, part of the course in Devil May Cry. Of course, yeah. But it's never looked this good. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... It's always like really blocky, and you're like, "Oh, that was really awesome!" Yeah. And you've got to fill in the gaps almost exactly. Yourself. Not in this yeah. stuff happens. It's just like it looks incredible, and even in the gameplay, just the animations. Like uh, Sunhe Legend, I think his name is it. Like at Sunhe Legend on Twitter, he's, mm-hmm. he's posted. He's been posting. Obviously, he's a huge GIF account mm-hmm. where he just like records GIFs on his PlayStation and right. posts them. Like honestly, like Sony Cinema Pro to do it better. That's because awesome. like you can you can do the with a Pro you can make high quality gifts like off a regular PS4 they look like shit yeah but a pro can do them better but yeah he's been posting a bunch of Devil May Cry gifts and yeah it's just the animations like the detail in some of them there's one in particular with one of Dante's like his last weapon where it's like this is crazy this is in comp this is in engine this is gameplay not a yeah. cutscene and the detail is just crazy yeah so are the cutscenes in engine, in engine, or are they like separate? No, I think they are separate. They still look really good. Yeah, though. of course. And yeah. Again, the, the action is just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that. No, I I do want to check it out. I like I've I've played a little bit of one, um, and that's about it. I've played like a, you. You can definitely enjoy this without playing the other ones, but the story stuff at the at the end of it, I'm like, oh, definitely play like one, three, and four. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, most honestly, mostly three and four. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I've I've got the collection now. Maybe uh, you know what? While while I have no internet, maybe that might be something I might go through and boot up three. And and play when I'm taking a break from that other game that yeah. we're gonna like neglect to talk about in great detail this week. Yes. Um, I was gonna say that doesn't even need online. So yeah, it's, that's the thing though. Like I can, you know. We we had extensive conversations about this, about having a break from that game. Yes, we did. Um, when we definitely need it. A lot of people on Twitter are it's starting to... It's, uh, the discussion around this, that other game is interesting at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But um, um, honestly, yeah, that's that's the big one. Uh, like I said, I've been playing other stuff, but not enough to really bring. Not really. Yep, fair enough. Um, well, old lightning round, <laughs> it, it, sort of, in a way, the games that I've been playing... Um, yeah, I have been playing that other game, which, I mean, you know, if you haven't figured it out by now, it's Sekiro. It's Sekiro, and the game's really hard, and... But it's really good. It's really, <laughs> look, it's really good, but the, there's very a very in- interesting discussion boiling up. It's just like, look, it's great, but it's hard. But Dark Souls and Bloodborne, like, they, there was ways for you to sort of... If you needed to get past something, it's like, I can, I can lean on this, so I can get a little yeah. off from that. In this game, it's just like, look... In complete honesty, if you are having trouble at a boss, I'm sorry, that might be it. Yeah. Because the only way to progress in this game is to beat the bosses to boost your attack power or to get, like, mini-bosses for your life bar. Like, mm-hmm. And the thing is, too, like, it, it's all about whether or not you're willing to. Because, like, as someone who is, like, well, we'll touch on this because it's, you know, some of the games I've played in this like, little mini-break we had uh, are, like, roguelikes. But I am a fan of roguelikes, and these aren't that no this is not a roguelike but there is an element of that of like you know you go on a run you die you go back and you learn each time you you go that's the whole point of like yeah it just sometimes in secular gets frustrating yeah oh and of course it does um 
but yeah, I, I I've learnt a long time ago that if I've been doing really, if I'm having a really good run and I die, I'm like, cool, I'm just gonna put it down. I'll come back to it another time. Um, but yeah, anyway, I it it's good. We might we'll dive into that next time because I think sure. both of us will have played. If we yeah, hopefully a little bit more. I beat the first boss, and I I, I fear I'm nearing my skill cap. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh boy, this game. Um. Anyway, so um, a couple of things I played. Uh, I picked up Assault Android Cactus on Switch. Uh, it's by Witchbeam. Uh, a I think they're from they're Australian, aren't uh, they? Yeah, they're Australian. I think they're from Brisbane. So Brisbane-based uh, game studio. Uh, and yeah, I think this is one of their first games. Um, yeah, so it's basically when it boils down to it, it's a twin stick shoot 'em up. So like a the typical path of the course sort of stuff. You're in arenas, you're running around, you've got your twin sticks, you're shooting stuff. Um, the way the gameplay switches up a little bit um, is the fact that you, you're playing as an android, funnily enough, uh, and you're on this ship trying to save. There's a whole story campaign as well. Um, there's co-op. You can play the game in co-op, which I would like to check that out because I think it would be kind of fun in co-op to sort of team up with another friend and just blast away uh, these weird enemies and stuff like that. Um... But yeah, so basically, uh, the way that you, it's like a few, yeah, story campaign, and then they've got like a, a like challenge mode, uh, and then they've got like dailies and uh, boss rush mode. So you can do like, uh, or like an endless mode as well, and uh, and dailies. So you can go in and do like a daily challenge instead of high score. Um, the way it works is that you, you've got your weapons, you can fire away, you can, uh, each, there's different characters you can pick. You, un- you start with like, I think six or seven, and you unlock more as you progress through the story. I think there's nine all up. I think you might start with six and you get, there's nine all up. Um, and yeah, so you, you jump into a level and you start blasting away stuff. Uh, there is no, there is a life bar. And when that depletes, you do go down, but you can yep. tap like fire to come back up again and you do it as many times as you want provided because you are an android the whole game is based around having a battery so you've got a, at the top of your it's your, the original Sekiro shadows die twice yeah yeah well i guess that's true it's uh, it's you've got like a, a um essentially a, like a battery meter that's ticking down so however much you're firing it depletes the battery and using certain and it's not like devastating when you use like even when you use like big attacks but you've got to know wh- how far you can go, basically. Um, you can pick up batteries from enemies. They will drop, and they will, like, most for the most part, get sucked towards you. Um, you can pick up, like, currency and things as well, which I think you can use to buy, like, certain things, like costumes and stuff like that as well. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's mindless fun, uh, and it's an Australian game, so that's why I was, like, I took the plunge on it. I was, like, fuck it, I'm going to check it out because... You know, support the Australian games community, and uh, and it's a perfect game for the Switch. Um, was it a plus game on PS4? It was one of the ones. Oh, you, that's right. It was up yeah. there when you could pick. When you could pick, and I can't lived. remember. I can't remember when it what it went up against, but it was something else, and I and, didn't pick it. Yeah, it was something it else. Win. It was like I think we were all like, yeah, that one. And then I didn't play whatever that was. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I think I did whatever it was I played, but I can't for the life of me remember it. Um, but yeah, it's. It, I think it's out on everything now. Basically, it's out on PC, Xbox One, PS4, Switch. Um, it's like twenty bucks or something like that. It's nothing. It's not going to break the bank. Uh, and yeah, it does have co-op. It'd be a really good, like, fun party game. I reckon. Just sit out, I'll sit, sit back on a couch and just blast through some enemies with a mate. 
Um, but yeah, it's cool. Uh, nothing else really crazy to talk about it. I I enjoyed it. I haven't really gone back to it since um, because I decided to go back and check it out um, a little bit more of Dead Cells. God damn it, Joel. Uh, so, because they recently put out the uh, Pimp My Run update, I think it was called. It was like a major title update. Um, basically, it, on Switch, the game runs at a solid 60 frames per second now. Um, and that's true. Like I, I, there are a couple of like minor stutters every now and then, but that's when there's a lot of shit going on in the, in the game, uh, particularly at the last boss, which I've gotten to a few times now, haven't quite sealed the deal yet. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it seems like they've, they've fixed up the way that like the challenge doors work as well. Like, so when you get, you know, how there's like a, the timer door. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're at actually like at the when you finish a stage and you go to like that sort of like the, the hub world area in between worlds, they're there. So it's still a time. There's one still that's time. So if yeah. you get there in a certain time, you can go through that door. Yeah. There's another one. It's like, um, the first one I think is like kill 30 enemies without getting hit. Oh God. Okay. All and, right. And then there's one with All 60 right. as well. There's, so there's extra incentives and challenges. <laughs> um, the drop rate on, on items feels a little bit better. I don't know that's because I've, I've managed to fill out my bar a little bit more that, um, that the, the, the the loot is a lot better when it, it drops in the actual game. Um, or whether it's just like, I, th- I think in the patch notes they've mentioned about like, you know, dropping a lot more of the, uh, yeah. oh, oh, lesser tier stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, that game is just, it's rock solid that game. Um, I had a ball with it. I was playing it and playing it, playing it, playing it, playing it. I was messaging you just going, I fucking almost got there. I know, and um, I was just like, "That's cool, Joel." I'm yeah, happy for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for feigning interest. <laughs> yeah, I really I'm appreciate sorry. it. Like, it's great, honestly. But Dead Cells has mm. still got you coming back, and the update's great to bring people back. Yep. Um. It's yeah, and and they are. There's. I think there's a big DLC coming next month or sometime this year. Um. They're dropping like an actual, like there's a new area new boss fights, um, new items, new... So it's, it's, it's like, this was like a stability and like tweaking the gameplay mechanics and, and like uh, the RNG, I guess, of the game as well. The next That next update is like like actual content instead of just like, you know, tweaking the game and making it run the best it possibly can, which is great because, you know, it, this is definitely a speedrunner's game, um, which I haven't watched any speedruns of. I should check them out, see if there is any up. Um, I'm sure there is. But anyway, I checked in with that again. Uh, I also bought Wizard of Legend, um, which I, was like the game I backed on Kickstarter and I played on PC for a little bit. It's out on Switch as well. It also just recently had an update, the Sky Palace update, which adds a new zone uh, that you can you can get randomly generated into, um, and it's just it's in the sky. Um, cool. that, that game is fun. It's still really good. It plays really well on the Switch. It took me a while to get back into the swing of it and like getting into like combos and knowing what. Like this, like what beats what in terms of like the rock paper scissors mechanic, um, and that was really fun. The game though that I played probably the most in our little break. Uh, so recently, uh, if you, you're not aware, Epic Games the the Epic Game Store has been giving away free games every like two weeks. Basically, they put up a game for free for two weeks, and as long as you got an account, you can log in and, and like. Snag it basically. Currently, it's oxen free. It is oxen free, which you, everyone should go and play because it's amazing. I, I forget what the next one is. I have it listed. I actually haven't looked. At oh, it's, it's um the witness. Oh, is it okay? 
Cool. Yep. Um, well, at uh, the start of March, it was a game that I've been wanting to play for a while, which is called Slime Rancher. Uh, Slime Rancher, it's out on uh, Xbox One, PC, uh, and PlayStation 4 was a bit later on as well, but it launched on Xbox One and PC. Um, if, this, if, this would, if we'd have this conversation earlier, it was on sale on PS4 last week. Oh, really? Yeah, um, it was $17. Yeah, it, and honestly, 17 bucks for this game is, is, is solid. This is this is a, it's another, not anymore, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't 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 yeah, add don't us. Don't go and check. Um, it's this is like one of those games that's like that 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 new coin that term that I've been trying to coin, which is a uh, low stakes, good vibes. Um, the stakes are a little bit higher in this, especially if you, as you progress on. But basically, you're on this planet, uh, and it's like I think the, the far far ranch. Yeah, far far range. Um, you play as uh, a Beatrix LeBeau, uh, and she has moved from Earth to the far, far range, and she wants to be a slime rancher, which is just a life of like wrangling these little adorable balls of slime, and and they're varying different species and variations, uh, and like basically corralling them, looking at, like keeping them in there, feeding them so they drop um, like their little items that you can use to trading for money so you can get better upgrades and do better things as well. Um, it's kind of, I guess, probably more akin to like Stardew Valley or like a Harvest Moon. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, that's what it reminds me of. Just instead of crops, it's like slimes. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you can like breed the slimes as well, can't you? Yeah, so yeah. basically the way that works is like the base slime are these like these pink slimes and they can become anything. So if you get the little, the little things that they drop when you feed them, you can either sell them or you can feed them to pink slimes and they will become a either like a crossbreed version of that or a, or a full version of that particular slime. Um, so there are all ones. There's like the, the my favorite one. They're adorable. The tabby slimes. They're little cat slimes, the little gray cat slimes with cat ears and tails and they are fucking adorable. Um, but then there's like boom slimes who are like exploding ones. Um, and you can like crossbreed them as well so that when you feed them, they'll drop... Um, like one each of the their varying types, so and that's just with like you know, um, like ranching slimes. Uh, you can also grow, uh, have like gardens to grow vegetables and, and food and stuff that you can feed to your slimes. And, and also there is a like a trading post that each day you've got like you can go there and go like pick a person and they'll go, hey, I want these three things. Uh, so it might be like you can, you can get chickens as well. Chickens you use to feed like say the tabby slimes because they like meat. So you just throw chickens at them and they God. eat them. Yeah, it's pretty it's That's dark. It's pretty dark in a way, but um it's just so damn adorable that I couldn't I couldn't be mad at it. Um and yeah, you say like, I want like three chicken, three of this type of chicken, three carrots, and four pink slime or whatever. So you go and grab those, you give them there and they'll give you like particular rewards. Uh which is just like resources and things like that. You can sell or use to better your farm uh, it's literally a harvest moon game (laughs) yeah it is and they're like so you start with one area you can expand out from there as well to different like biomes basically of of uh to like expand your ranch out there's a lab where you can i've just i just unlocked the last time i played it um and you can like work on new things that can like improve like resource management at the farm and like gathering other types of resources or attracting certain things to your farm um and the way that you do like corral the slimes themselves, you have like a basically like a, I guess a grab gun almost. It's like a vacuum, um, and you hold that down right mouse button, and it sucks 
in, like either like you know resources or um, or slimes themselves, as long as they're small ones, because there's like small and big ones, and then there's really big ones that we'll touch on later. Um, and yeah, so you suck them in, uh, and you can hold up. You've got like four or five slots down the bottom. You can hold up to a certain amount of that particular resource that can be upgraded via like by purchasing upgrades. And um, and yeah, you go back. You can set up little uh, pens. Essentially, you can put them in there. You can you can improve the pens by making them have higher walls so they can't jump out. Um, so I I had like my tabby my tabby slimes next to my chicken coop. Because um, you have chicken coop as well, and Seems they like literally, a bad place. Really. It was, but it was hilarious because I had like four of them in there at one point, and they all sat in the corner that was closest to the chicken coop, and they just like sat there and were just staring at the chickens. And then I'd go away on an, on an expedition and come back, and like two of them had gotten out, and one of them had gotten into the chicken coop and just eaten his way through the whole lot of them. Um, it's this irresponsible like setup, Joel. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, it wasn't great, um, but. I just found ones. I found out like, rad slimes as well, which are like uh, irradiated ones, <laughs> and they've got like a like an area of effect around them that, like, if you stay in that area of effect for too long, you get uh, like radiation poisoning. Basically, uh, I don't know what the what the penalty is for that. I don't know whether it's like instant death if that, if that meter fills up because ha- it hasn't happened to me yet. I mean, one would assume. Yeah, well, that's it. If um, you get excessive exposure to radiation, it's gonna kill you. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, you you're collecting these, and then to with that 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 sucky in gun, uh, you press the left mouse button, you can fire things out to whatever whatever slot you've got selected of of resources, you can fire them out, uh, whether that be into the machine to get coins or into your pens or anything like that, or if you're feeding your slimes, you can like you know have carrots there, you can just like you just fire it at them and they eat them. Um, and then, yeah, you just go out in the world and explore. There's, like, things you can unlock. There's the really big slimes that I was talking about before of the varying types. Um, and you, if you feed them, what so, like, you know, say the tabby ones, they eat meat. So if you feed them enough chickens, um, they'll explode into resources and they'll unlock either um, a teleport uh, device that can teleport you to a certain area or unlock a new area or um, what's the other thing they can do as well? There's something else. Like there, there are a few things they could do. So they unlock stuff for you. Okay, so they're like the, the gates, essentially. Basically, like you can sort of half unlock most of the world as well. Um, I've unlocked a lot of it. The map's pretty big, uh, which is cool, but not uh, overwhelmingly big. Um, it's just it's so much fun. I started playing. I was like, I'll I'll give it a go. I'll play it. I'll play an hour of it or so, and then before I knew it, I'd played for six hours, and I was like, well, uh, I'm in on this. And uh, yeah, it's really a lot of fun. Definitely worth your while if you if you're looking for like another like Stardew Valley Harvest Moon game uh, with like a little bit of a different vibe to it. There is a, a narrative running through it as well because um, you get letters from from different people from various different people. There's one thread, well, two threads actually. You, I've been getting letters from someone obviously that B was in a relationship with on Earth. Um. And this this woman like is sending messages saying, "I remember when we used to do this, and it seems like something happened there." So I don't know whether that was like the catalyst for B going, "I'm going to move away now." Um, but I haven't really found more. But that's really interesting to sort of like you know have like a yeah. narrative thread running through it. Um, there's also like signboards that are around the place as well that you can. Uh, there's like someone who used to live there, basically on the ranch that you're living at, and it's just it's almost like his little journal of like 
the vi- like the area that it's presented in. So, okay. Um, mm. Yeah, so it's really, really fun. I'm having a ball with it. Um, once I've moved my computer over and set it up again, I'll probably play a little bit more of it. Um, but definitely worth worth your while if you enjoy those like Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley type of games. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I think that's all I've been playing. Think we're, think we're covered? I think so. Okay. That was pretty good. So, was that lightning around? I would say about, yeah, that was pretty lightning. I was pretty happy with that. Couldn't complain. Um, cool. All right. Well, I reckon that's about it for the quest log this week. Yes. Cool. Well, now we've got the quest log out of the way for another week. Another week? Another week. Another sure one. week week. I'm getting it. Like, hey, we're close to Game of Thrones. Getting getting hyped up, man. Um, I think now it's time for us to uh, gather up all the news from the uh, the video games industry and discuss it in a round of Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope is, of course, our news segment of the show where we bring a selection of news stories to the table uh, and we decide collectively whether they are dope, in which we both talk about them in great detail, or nope, we forget all about that story and its existence and move on like it never happened. Um, if one of us dopes the story and one of us nopes the story, the person who doped the story has a very short amount of time to state their case for it uh, and maybe can potentially win over the other person. Hasn't happened yet, though. No. I'm waiting for that day, one day, when one of us convinces the other by their, by their, by their pitch for the story. <laughs> that should, that, 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 yeah, we should make that a thing. Um, but we've only got a couple of stories this week. Uh, there has been a lot of stuff that's happened, a lot of like cool little announcements here and there. But two really big things happened. Um, one of which has like impl- both of which have implications on. One has more implications than the other. Yeah, yeah. One has more like one's an update. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. Um, but uh, the, spoiler alert: they're both dopes because we're going to talk about them in detail this yes. week. Um, yes. Starting off though, now Google have been hype. We're hyping up a big announcement at GDC, and honestly, people are sort of been expecting things out of him since that Assassin's Creed Odyssey like out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, hey, you can try streaming this game yep. through your Chrome browser. And like it was and like one, like six weeks after the game came out or something yeah, as well. Like it was, really it was pretty pretty wide availability in America as well. So people were sort of like, okay, this is weird. And from what I heard in well, in America where it was available in it America was, where it was available, yes. It um it's it's you're gonna hear us say that a lot. Yes, but uh, you sure are <laughs> But it, it seemed like it, it worked as advertised, which was pretty cool. Yes. You could play it in your browser, basically, in, in, in Chrome. Yes. Um, but yeah, they were hyping up a big announcement, um, something to do with like the future of video games, and everyone's like, all right, cool. At GDC. Yeah, at GDC. Big collective eye roll from a lot of people, I think. Um, maybe us included. But, you know, we kept there. I generally roll my eyes at Google sometimes. Yeah, that's it. Um, well, I mean, they're listening to us, so... We love, I for one, except our new robot overlords. Um, yeah, so we now know what that announcement was going to be about, and that is Google Stadia. Uh, what is Google Stadia, you ask? Um, you've probably heard about it by now. But Joel, the future of games is not a box. It is not. It's no. a place. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, a lot of lot of like wanky Apple esque buzzwords that were thrown around uh, at this. At from what I, I haven't watched the, the actual stream itself because I was like, ah, I got everything I it needed is to. All over the shop. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we can start with that, I guess. Like it, the, the the presentation itself, from what I hear, wasn't great. No, and like it's 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 weird because I get it because as people keep saying, it was a GDC and yeah. which. It's more so trying to convince developers. Yeah. Like they were very heavy, like with, um, I think it's stadia.dev where you can go and you can sign up if you want details or if you want to know how to get on yep. Stadia when it actually is live. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing, I don't know. Like, I don't know if anyone, any developers were watching that and were actually excited by it. I mean, I've seen some mixed things where people are, but then they all, some of the, especially the smaller ones, have the usual Google related concerns. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think, honestly, I think the smaller ones are the ones that might be where this could be worthwhile. See, well, then you wouldn't have known it watching this because Google was constantly name dropping AAA. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it was just weird to hear it so often. Yeah. Um, So the the Stadia itself is, yeah, like you said, not... (laughs) Not not a box. It's a place. It's Google's uh, data centers. <laughs> basically, yeah. It's it's a streaming service essentially for video games. Triple A video games. Triple A video games that you can stream without any download. So the whole idea is, um, you could see a game. Say, I think some of the examples they're using, like, like if you're watching it on YouTube, like a trailer on YouTube, yeah. you could go at the end of the trailer. There'll be a button that says "Play Now," and if you press that button, you launch the game. <laughs> They and they showed that, and it seemed a bit a bit disingenuous in the stream. Yeah, because their example was Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is honestly the only game they showed on the stage really mm. running. Yeah, and it was like they clicked the play button and then dropped into the ocean as like a level something character. I'm like, well, that's not really how Odyssey goes, but whatever. You know, yeah, who wanted to pick this? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting too because like there are other things as well, like in terms of the uh, the features that it have, like so if you're watching someone stream of a certain video game and they're a really cool part, they just did something really cool, you could press the play now button and jump into that exact if, spot. If the developer enables it. Yeah, at that exact spot. I can with... t- I can tell you someone who would never enable it mm-hmm. from software. Yeah, no. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose of all their exactly. games. Exactly. Um, so, like, that's going gonna, gonna to be... Like, it's going to vary game to game. I can't imagine from software being super keen on this and no. the whole thing. Well, like, I mean, it's tough. Off. Like, so, it's like... It's jumping ahead a bit, but the regions it's announced for, Japan is not there. Right. <laughs> right. And, like, I get rolling it out, but Japan is not there. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, Japan was one of probably some of the best internet and like, in this, the world this seems, well. like, right up the alley and as their market goes towards mobile and handsets. Absolutely. Handsets. They yeah. all, like, on Switch in Japan, you can already stream cloud versions of Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think one of the Assassin's Creed, either Origins or Odyssey, one of them could be streamed. Right. I okay. Know, Ubisoft was trying it over there. So like, get this over there, Google. Yeah, like seriously, that's that's a market you need Japan, to be tapping. Japan is ready for it. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, handheld gaming is their, their, their jam. Yeah, that's they, why the they 3DS, don't want boxes anymore. That's why the 3DS survived for so goddamn long. So the Switch is a masterpiece. And exactly, it. yeah. People love it. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, alongside the the announcement of the service itself, they also announced a controller, which is pretty similar to the one the the patterns or the the design that someone made up based on the patterns that were leaked online. Yeah, very um, much takes notes from Sony's controller, like it's got the two yep. the two joysticks where the PS4 ones are, mm-hmm. not the 
Xbox ones where it's like the, the left up higher and the right down lower. Yep. Uh, but it uses the XYBA from the Xbox layout, not the Nintendo one. Yeah. Uh, and they also seemed pretty excited to talk about their capture button, which isn't really a new feature. No, the Switch has one. Exactly. The like, Switch has the one. The Switch has one. Nintendo beat you to the punch, Google. Come yeah. on. I mean, the, the thing is, is they talk about how, again, curious to see this work, but it, like holding that might enable you to stream the game that you're playing and also stream it online. Good luck with whatever wizard internet you're using to do that. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> let's just say this right now. Like, this is obviously not going to work here in Australia. No. Well, again, they announced countries and it was like, you know, America, some of Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not really available for everyone. Places that aren't using, like, third world internet. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It, um, yeah, so... And, and this, uh, they also have their Google Assistant button there. Yes. So they can listen to you. Yes. Um, which I, again, the example they used for that was like, if you're, really, if you're stuck at a certain point in the game, you could like say like, Hey Google, what help me with this particular game. It'll pull up like a YouTube, a video. YouTube video. Um, funnily enough, which is like, well, I could, I could use my phone to do that. And, cause it's funny. Cause the way they, I do they, use my phone, to they do made that. it sound like YouTube was such a hassle to use, like to, to just reach for your phone and look it up on YouTube. I didn't watch it, but in my mind, you know what I saw? Like I, I envisioned in that segment, you know, those like really bad infomercials where like people are just doing dumb shit, but it's like <laughs> dropping, inadvertently dropping something. Like, oh God, I dropped all these things. Yeah, I wish yeah. there was an easier way. Like that's how I view. It's how it felt. Like, yeah. cause I'm like, yeah, look. I get that it could be an interesting visa, but I already just reach for my phone and go to YouTube and go blah, blah, blah. That's it. It's instinctive. Like, you know, like that, that's retraining someone how to do something they already know how to do and that works flawlessly anyway. Um, look, look, I'm intrigued by this whole situation, like by this whole thing. I'm not going to be day one there, whatever. Because again, no pricing was announced and no nope. payment model was announced. No, it's got to be a subscription, right? Surely. Like... How else are they making money off this? Boy, I mean, if anyone can take the hit, it's Google. But Google's going to be working out a lot of like payment deals of a lot of third parties the way they're talking this up. Yeah. Like currently, we've, so we've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Doom Eternal mm -hmm. are both coming to it. And they're also building a couple of like original games from a new studio, which is headed by Jade Raymond, I think. Um, well, she's like involved, heavily involved. I believe I read to that. Uh, who was, was, who was, you know, she's uh, been involved with a lot of stuff. Most notably for me, at least, Assassin's Creed. Uh, Dylan Cuthbert, oh, uh, yeah, one of the Star Wars developers, is working on something for it as well. Um, and, and it's specifically meant to take advantage of the Stadia state sharing feature. So that's what we were talking about before, where you can jump in straight away if someone's yeah. streaming the game while you're watching them. Because it's basically like that save state is being obviously on, held on that server. So yeah. you could jump straight into that person's game. It's it's a lot of just like, yeah, look at this cool stuff they can do. It's like, well, how does it work? It's like, we're not going to tell you. Like, Yeah, because it it's, it's exactly one of those things where we're not going to know how it works until we try it. Mm -hmm. But also we're in Australia, so we're not really... There's yeah. something we can say that's going to be like, I think this is bad because we're not going to know for a long it's going time. To be, it's going to be bad for us at this stage, yeah, regardless. It, so. which, is, which is why they're skipping us. Like, of course. I get it. Don't mm. get me wrong. There's, like Putting that, this service out over here would be bad. Yeah. We can't handle it. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, there are a lot of people like, you know, the, the, the general, like, one of those like general consensus things about games at the moment as well is like, 
people are using the term like the Netflix of games. So we've heard that uh, being the, describing the uh, NES classics online yeah. for the, the Switch Online stuff. Um, and also, to an extent, Game Pass on Xbox. Yeah, I mean, PS Now is also a thing. And well. PS Now as well. Um, so uh, two of those are streaming because I'm, I'm pretty sure the the NES ones are streaming service, essentially. I, that, I honestly don't know. Because, because they're not downloading anything. Yeah, because the, the thing never updates. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I just open it up. It's like, hey, there's new games available. I'm like, so wait, how did they get here? I, I, it's, I, it's never like it has to patch. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it it works as well because the, it would work as well as a streaming service because those games are like 16 kilobytes. Yeah. Like, they're nothing. It's probably on a Tenecan handle as well, let's be so, honest. So, yeah, the fact that they've made that work and it seems like it is a streaming service is... Like, Without their stuff catching fire, look for Nintendo. Good work. Yeah, well done. You guys did. Yeah. You, you're getting there. Give them a good old pat on the head for that one. Gold star. Uh, yeah, put that work right up yes. on the fridge. Still only like five years behind, but it's yeah, fine. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> hey, we've got a share button. We do so have a share button. We also have online that doesn't really work super great. Yeah, well, well. That we pay for. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's... I'm just saying. I'm just um, saying, guys. Like, but yeah, a lot of people use, using that whole like Netflix of games. This seems... Like what that is. So a lot of people are obviously not super keen on it. So why do you think that is? I mean, apart from the reasons that we've already listed, is there anything else that comes to mind that maybe is putting people off? I mean, it's there's always been the larger question of game ownership. Mm-hmm. That's the thing where just it's, I mean, we've never really owned our games. We have the discs, but like that's, yeah. that's really about it. Exactly. But I mean, we're, we're quickly heading towards a period where that doesn't even happen. Yeah. Where, and like... We've seen it happen with games that were digital only. Like the biggest one for me that I keep thinking about and lament mm-hmm. to this day is the incredible Ubisoft game based around Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. It's a- gone. Amazing game. It's gone. Yeah. Uh you it's just gone. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Anymore. I think I have it downloaded on my PS3 still and I can never delete it because otherwise I'd never get it back. Yeah, I'm I'm devastated that I don't have Which that. I mean, I spent money on that. Yeah, I, yeah, that's it. I spent and money it on that. And can just be gone. And I also spent time on that because that game was so it much was, fun. It was really good. It was a great um, like side-scroller, like co-op brawler and it was so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but again, like there's, there's, like there's probably a lot of issues that people can point out with this. Another big one I've heard is sort of how much control will this give Google over things on the back end when they right. when they've got a more commanding seat with a lot of these these games and right. how they could sell them or like you know just with Google and they they love their information they love their data they do they they like to just have a knee to the ground quite literally yes. sometimes um, they've already got their ears in a lot of places yeah absolutely for us we've got their ears in our pockets yeah yep. <laughs> Uh, especially considering we're both Android users yes, as we well, are. On so our, on our wrists in a way as well. Yep, yep. So that's uh, that's a thing. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. I, look, yeah, I think a lot of people are like, you know, oh, no, fuck Google, all this sort of stuff. And rightfully so. It's I mean, not... I, I, I could pull up a list of graveyard, the graveyard for like Google's long list of failed things that, and that's the thing they put out. And they don't do well, and boy, do they just bail. They just bounce out, drop them like harder than a sack of bricks. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Do you think? Do you think this has the potential to take off in some? I mean, yes, obviously. Yeah, I, I think. Again, like we've as we said, PS Now exists. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it's actually existed for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not great, but you know. Well, that's the um, other thing too. A lot of these other different gaming services that are very similar to like this have have like you said existed for mm. quite a while now. Like the main difference being, you still need a box. Well, that's it. Um, <laughs> Microsoft is moving closer to that as well. Like to. To not needing the box per se with their like Cloud X, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, X Cloud, Project yeah. X Cloud, yeah. We'd be able to stream to your phones and stuff. Mm. Um, but then there was like On Live or whatever that was. On Live was ago. the original. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you know, years ahead of its time because this is essentially what that was. It was from what I could unplayable. Tell. And yeah, it was garbage, but like. I remember, was it Gekai, which is the one that Sony uh, picked Gaikai, up? Gekai, yeah. yeah. Yep. Sony picked them up to do the PS Now stuff. Yep. Uh, like. So yeah, like as far as streaming games go, it's definitely everyone's looking into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for how big it becomes, I would obviously prefer it not take over because it's not my jam personally. Yeah, uh, but I think for me, the big thing here is, and it's like, look, Google, that's really cool. Uh, you don't think gaming needs boxes, but I really want to play God of War two, so I'm gonna get my box. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Like. You can yeah. sign all the deals you want with those big third parties, mm-hmm. but the thing that sells the boxes are the exclusives. Are the exclusives, what, which would is why they exist. <laughs> what would it take? What kind of an exclusive? All right, here we go. What kind of an exclusive would it take for Google to secure for you to go? All right, it would have to be one of the platform exclusives, <laughs> right? Okay, so there's nothing from like a like a third party developer that not really would really like float your boat because even because honestly, I would try it, but like, of course. Not, not happening. <laughs> the controller's Wi-Fi, for God's sake. Yeah. Well, I I think... And that's the thing. There's a lot of like... Well, I heard this, but I heard that information. Yeah, there exactly. So hard. there's like a lot of stuff going around about it. Uh, so I heard that you could use uh, any controller, like, particularly an Xbox One controller for it. Okay. Um, I'm, like, I'm just going what I saw on the Google page. Yeah. I, so I don't know. Like I know that you can now control stuff on Chromecast with Switch Joy-Cons. Yeah, they I added that, that functionality last week. Um, and if you want to use this service on your TV, you use a Chromecast, which honestly is not bad. So you've still got to have something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, a, how much is a Chromecast here? Like, it, like even like the, the Super H, like the UHD ones are like 100 bucks, maybe. So it's pretty good, like, as a barrier of entry wise. Um, and then whatever subscription model they're putting on top of it. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm ex- like interested to see how how it plays out. Like I said before, I think it'd be a good spot for up and coming indie devs to sort of test out the waters with their game, and then like maybe if if Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo were like smart smart and like keeping an eye on that those all those different avenues of uh, I mean the the three big ones are super on the ball with indies these days yeah exactly and that's it so like i don't know it'd be cool it depends on how easy it is to to port like to develop for this system if there's well google's like they they talked up teraflops and all this other stuff and the old teraflops yeah Yeah. double they're like their their teraflops joel it beats the ps4 pro and the xbox one x combined oh it's a lot of teraflops it beats the world's most powerful console it does wow um but yeah, I don't know. It's it's really yeah, like you said, it's really hard to sort of gauge any super concrete feelings on this because 
it's so far in the future for us. Yeah, exactly. We're so far behind when it comes to internet and streaming services. Like we, we only just got Netflix, and sometimes, most of the time, it doesn't work. And that's not Netflix's fault. No, it's not. It's definitely not Netflix's fault. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting idea. Not crazy about Google doing it, but like, I mean, again, I can see the appeal for people who don't want to have the box and just want to stream those third-party games. Mm-hmm. Third-party games. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's... I, I, I lament, and they're making a bit of a comeback, but like I lament the, fact, the days of like getting demo discs and things like that. Um, this seems just like a, I don't know, a demo disc, but instead of getting a demo, you get the full game by paying a subscription fee. It's not what Games Pass is. Well, that's it. And I, I think for us, especially in Australia, that it, Games Pass is definitely the way to go. It's so good. It's it's great. And they just keep adding so much good stuff to it. Um, like, I was looking before, I didn't realize that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was just got, was added it's to coming, it. It's coming April 1st. April 1st. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. Oh, God. It's such a good date to pick God. that game. That's... Good, good date. Like, that's clearly someone at Marks was like, this will be funny. Mildly on the nose, but like... <laughs> Uh yeah, I I'm 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 here for it. Um Yeah, so I don't know. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. Yeah, stay is one to watch. Uh we just really need more details. Uh especially like so they said they would be, obviously they would have more information in the future. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like when they will pop up again. Well that's it, who knows? But uh I mean look, here's the thing. Google seems serious about it. It's just I'm very aware that Google's also good at cutting and running. Yeah, yeah. Google Google can seem as serious as they Google, want, but Google is willing to burn a pile of money. Well, that's if it. it. If it potentially makes them a second pile of money that's bigger. Yeah, and, and like, or it's going to stop them from losing from existing pile of money. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, as well. Yeah, it's like, well, this is not working out. We've run the numbers. It's not going to get any better. We're out. Yeah, cut it. Yeah, bye. Take them We're out. <laughs> um, big yeah. I think it's it's worth talking about. It's because I think a it's lot it, of people... I mean you have to it has to be talked about because That's it. again, as we said, like as, even though a lot of the companies have been trying it, they've also had the fallback of like but discs. Like Google's coming out here going, look, this is our thing. This is it. Yeah, like this is it. No yeah. discs. You just again, is it? You'll be able to stream games. Yep. Doesn't matter how. Like no talk. Like, I I just wish I knew like, there was something mentioned about how. The, the money changes hands. Yeah, that, and that's. I think that's why I. I think once that gets are announced, ads? pun. Are for ads. Well, that's it. That's a, that's another uh, point of uh, topic of concern for some people, which is, you know, I mean, I'm so used to it now with YouTube. I know, but I still hate it. <laughs> I, yeah, of course. There was that 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 six months where I had like a six month trial for, for YouTube Red. Red. Yeah. Uh, or YouTube, it's in pre- premium now, whatever it's called. Oh, but, yeah, because uh, Red, Red was a failure. Yeah. So it's gone. <laughs> yeah, cut and run. Yeah, bigger pile of money. Um, So, yeah, but, but it was YouTube Red then, and I tried it out. And I, yeah, I got so accustomed to not having ads. And then the day that my subscription ended, I did, obviously didn't pay for it anymore. Because um, I think I signed up for it to watch Laser Team 2, maybe. Because that was a YouTube Red original. Not... It wasn't for the Game Grumps show. It was that. Sorry, yes, but I did also watch Laser Team yeah, yeah, Two yeah. on there as well. But um, but it was for Good Game. Um, and uh, 
yeah, the day that that ended, and I, I loaded up YouTube and wanted to watch a video, and ad started, and I was like, wait, what? I, oh god, oh, I'm back, unskippable. I'm back on the, I'm back on pleb level again now. Oh. Um, a, a very good point I have heard about Stadia is it, it's going to be, it's definitely aiming as well, angling for people who use YouTube gaming mm-hmm. and like live stream on YouTube. Twitch does exist, but yeah, and the thing is, I thought, I thought YouTube gaming died like, me too like but it still exists you never really see it anymore i thought it got announced that they were like like stop like not stopping it, but like it, cutting back on like uh I mean, they probably support were, for it because it's google <laughs> yeah again cut and run <laughs> cut and run um <laughs> oh, it's not doing so great well we're out yeah bye we're, we're done yeah i don't know like definitely it's definitely like when google pops up again i will tune in because i definitely want to know more but I'm still a long way from convinced that this is anything close to worth my attention. <laughs> yeah, I, I it's. I mean, obviously, I'm going to keep an eye out for it and pay attention to how it's all like going to go down, um, because you know that's what we do. We like to pay attention oh, to yeah, what's going on in the industry. But like, obviously, too, it's just curious to see at the very worst case scenario to see what the train wreck looks like. And I mean, and if it is a success, what the other three do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, what are they going to do to counter that? Because, I mean, as awful as it sounds, how do you go up against Google? And that's the thing. Competition's good. Yeah. So I like we already we currently live in a world now where Disney basically runs movies. Yeah. Uh, they basically own the cinema. But in terms of video games, which we'll touch on very shortly, there's been some cool stuff that's happened recently that sort of like signifies that maybe. Hatchets are being buried, essentially. Um, Hatchets are being buried for a very particular reason. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you have any other thoughts on, on Stadia before uh, we, we move on to... Look, not really. Just it's something I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on, but it's got a long way to go. Especially because it's also got a long way to go before it can even be used here. Uh, yeah, agreed. Like, That's the biggest factor for me. We're going to be watching it from the other side of the fence, basically, for yeah, a yeah. long time. I look here. forward to seeing what my American... like. The people I follow from America, no, like what they think of exactly, it. yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't offer anything beyond that. That, yeah, yeah, but that's it. We we've got no, we've got no horse in this race. Here's the thing: yes. streaming TV, easy, right? Mm-hmm. It's a passive thing, and, and I have seen people make this point, so it's not a unique point. But you know, if I have Netflix, and it's fine, maybe it needs a second to buffer. Yeah, you know, no biggie. You get a couple of dips in like, quality. Yeah, like video games. I don't know. It's a whole different ballpark, especially if you're controlling it. Cause for, cer- for certain genres, it'll be fine. Like a yep. turn-based RPG, no problem. Yep. Platformer, no thanks. Nope. Especially fighting when game, no fighting thanks. game, impossible. Yeah, yeah. It's bad enough to get a stable connection exactly. on like wired internet with a disc copy of the game. Yes, at, at the and moment. that's and that's even just like like Smash is rough online. Like I played a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters online when it mm-hmm. came out. Sometimes you have a really good match where it's like I don't know, maybe two frames difference. Yep. Then suddenly you're in a match with a guy who's just got it's. it's unplayable and it's just like i can't imagine streaming this the fact that like I, I, like what gives a fighting game like a couple of extra points in the book is by having like uh, a wi-fi uh signal I, meter it or... infuriates me that smash doesn't yeah because i should have the choice to just mm-hmm. not play with that person to bail yeah i'm not playing you you've got an orange connection i'm out yeah and, and also too like um like Lag cameras and and yeah, like latency cameras and stuff. Yeah, fighters has like the Wi-Fi bar when you and when you're matched up, and then in the game itself, like it it tells you it's like, look, 
with this person right now, delay three frames, four okay. frames, five frames, back to two frames, you know, so it'll fluctuate as the match goes on. So you can tell it's like, oh, this is get this, the frame delays count it going up. This is about to get real messy. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get ugly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because so, uh, again, that, 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 then, you know, moves on to my other concern, which is like delay in button inputs, control latency. Exactly. Like, yeah. If I press a button and there's any sort of like significant delay, I'm out. Yeah, well, that's I it. I am out. It's it's hard to come back from that because it's frustrating because you essentially can't play the game. Yeah, it... I push button, something happens. Like, yeah, if something doesn't happen, like when I press that button, yeah, or if it happens nah. and it's a little bit late, and I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah, nope. And it, it's which it's... then which then further contributes to certain games that just won't be worth exactly. playing on this. It, it, that that could sometimes between the difference between failure and success. Yeah. So like, so... It's, a, it's a lot for this this service to prove to me that I should care. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting idea, though, let's say that. Not yeah. To, not to be like, oh, Google, that's interesting, but that's sort of how I feel. I mean, somebody, again, other companies have, have got the ball rolling, yes. but somebody had to get the first, like... And that's the thing. If Streaming-only service. If this does well, and the other three, again, start considering it more seriously, and that brings in a healthy competition, good. Yeah. Like, that would be great. Absolutely. But we'll have to see how it all shakes out. Yes. Yes, we will. Um... All right. Well, let's move on to some something that I'm very excited about. Uh, there's a whole lot of things within this particular news story that I'm very excited about. Um, last week, it got announced. as about yeah, just over a week ago, I think, got announced that we are we were getting a Nintendo Nindies presentation for spring in America, um, and obviously autumn here for us. But it was the spring showcase, I think they called it, um, on the American website. Sure. You, or, sure you order no more than what? Well, I knew I, I knew this was a Nindy's update, and that yeah. was my knowledge of it. Nindy Spring Showcase. Um, so yeah, it was going to be a sort of typical showcase, thirty minutes long, just bang, 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 typical Nintendo Direct fair, which is I'm all here for. It's great, um, especially when it comes to indie games. Now I don't know if we want to start off with how how it kicked off, or if we want to save that for like later on. We may as well go. Is that is this an order? Uh, not really, no. I mean, it's up to you. Um, I'm going to save that for last because I think there's an extra topic of conversation around that as well that we might touch on, or we will touch on in that. And I don't want to sort of kick off the conversation with that. I want to start with something that is like hype and super exciting, which that other announcement is, but, um, we got a whole bunch of like release windows, dates, shadow drops for upcoming games. Some we knew about, some we didn't know about, some that were very much a very big surprise, uh, including this one that I'm super excited for, Kyron. Uh, we got a look at uh, the new game from the guys from Crypto the Necrodancer, which uh, I think I've talked about on this show before in great detail, um, and that I love. It's a a rhythm based roguelike, uh, and it's so good. If not for anything else, the soundtrack is amazing. The soundtrack is my favorite part of that game. Um, I think it's great too. I, if I had my way and unlimited money, I would be playing like the DDR version of it with a full dance mat. Um, cause you can buy that and there is like a yeah dance mat mode. And I'm like, that's the fucking best. That's so good. Um, but we got a look at this new game. Uh, and that game is of course, cadence of hyrule so not only is it sort of i don't know how it works if it's, it's like a full-fledged game or if it's like an add-on to crypt the necrodancer or i don't know but it seems like it seems like its own its own beast um basically it's a 
you know, you've still got, uh, I think, yeah, her name's Cadence. I think he's the, the main character from, from uh, the Necrodancer. That's all on you. Um, yeah, she sort of wakes up in a, a strange new world. And as the trailer went on, we found out that it was uh, the world of Hyrule and that Link and Zelda will be along for the ride this time as playable characters by the looks of things. Um, and yeah, it's awesome. I'm so excited for this. And the the build up to it, because I'm like looking at them going, this art style looks really different for Crypt of the Necrodancer. And it got to a particular point in the trailer where I was showcasing bosses. And just in the background, I heard the... And then it kicks it with the... And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I look forward to hitting up the Spotify, the soundtrack on Spotify. That's the thing. So at the very least, this soundtrack's going to be bonkers good because there's going to be awesome re- chiptune remixes of like the Zelda songs, the Zelda music, you would think. So, um, yeah, I, this is really, really exciting. One, because I'm a big fan of Crypt of the Necrodancer. Two, because it's really awesome to see Nintendo going, yeah, cool, you can make, like, to an indie developer going, yeah, cool, you can use our, like, one of our, easily one of our biggest franchises that we own and do something different with it. Um, I think that's really awesome and really important to talk about and showcase. Um, do you have any strong thoughts about that? Uh, look, it looks cool. Yeah. I, my, it's, that, that idea is very cool. You make a good point, but here's, and this is going to, this, I apologize in advance, everyone. This is going to be my opinion for this thing. And it's just, boy, there are a lot of roguelikes in the indie industry right now. Oh, look, I get it. And like, if I wasn't so into roguelikes, I would totally agree with you, but it just so happens that's a, a genre of games exactly. that I really like. So, like so I, said, I apologize in advance, but like the game itself looks very cool. Like I said, the soundtrack I'm going to love, but the, like I played a bit of Crypt of a Necrodancer. It was great. But like every roguelike I've played, except for probably Dead Cells, I dropped off almost immediately. Yeah, and that's fair enough. I totally understand that. I totally get that. Um, I don't know. I just I mean I I never finished um, Crypt of the Necrodancer. I bought it again on Switch because when it was on sale, um, you should play this game if you, especially if you really like roguelikes or rhythm games or both of those. If you're like me, um, it's one hundred percent worth your time. It's so cool to see this sort of, and when you get in the zone. And you start like really getting the hang of how things work and like learning attack patterns and things like that. It's so cool, and it's it's more akin to like a traditional roguelike as well, which uh, uh, roguelite even, which is like you know move one space at a time. But instead of doing that at will, you do it in time with the music. And the better you do that, the more like damage you can deal. Basically, um, yeah. Cool stuff. Uh, really cool. I lost my mind at that. I was very excited when I, that was the way that the showcase ended. Um, a really good. I, overall, as a showcase, I thought it was really fun. Like the two presenters were really great. Is it? I think his name's Kurt. I uh, the, no the indie game guys from um, <laughs> from um, uh, Nintendo was really awesome. Uh, especially when I talk about this next one as well. They one of the last things they talked about was the Stranger Things three game. Um, which they gave a release date for, which is the same day that the Netflix series uh, season three comes out as well. So um, it's a cool idea. Uh, but yeah, they did a, a fun thing of him being upside down. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I get it. Uh, that game looks really cool. It's like a, um, like uh, isometric, like beat em ups game. Yeah. Like beat em up adventure game. Loosely based around the events of season three. Exactly. I think like, based around and expanding on certain things. Um, I remember playing the first, the one from first season one. Was it the mobile phone one? Yeah. Yeah. I think they released it. I think it's on Switch now as well. I'm not sure. 
Um, but I'm pretty sure they updated the, the mobile phone one too to add season two stuff in. So they added I season think, two I as well. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. Like it was, it was, it was neat. It was a really cool idea. Like I, I, this looks a lot more fleshed out though. Yes, this looks like a game. Yeah, uh, it, and it has uh, co-op as well, so you can team up. I think it's it says something like uh, twelve playable characters um, from people throughout the show. Um, can't wait to play as like Joyce and just Steve Main only. Yeah, Steve Main only. Steve Steve Dustin combo. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, canon. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, not much to really talk about with that. But it was cool that the, we got a release date for it, yeah. and it's coming out. The same day as the well, series. Let's be real. We're all watching the series first. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I'm not experiencing this through the game first. No way. But it is cool. Like, once you've binged, like, all nine episodes of whatever it is, um, you can, you know, dive into the game and, like, team up with your friend that you've just, like, passed out on the couch after watching all eight, nine episodes of, and you wake up, you're like, hey, let's play Stranger Things. Um and especially for America as well, because it's a long weekend for them, because it's yeah. 4th of July. So, it is a long weekend um, so yeah. They, they can binge the show much quicker than we can. Exactly. So they can binge that, play the game. Like, that. that's that's a pretty solid weekend, if you ask me. Um, we also got a look at some of the other most notable ones that I really liked. Uh, Vlambeer, uh, so Rami Ishmael, uh, Ismail, uh, he's a dev studio human. I can't remember the other guy as well. It's really bad of me, but Rami is awesome. Um, they announced a couple of their games are coming to the Switch. Um, two of which, uh, one of which launched like Shadow Dropped, which is the one that I wanted and I almost bought again, uh, which is Nuclear Throne. Surprise, surprise, top down twin stick roguelike. Um, but it's really good. It's got a really cool art style. Um, it's hard as balls. Yeah, it's the typical stock standard fare, but I really liked it. Um, I didn't like it as much as like Enter the Gungeon per se, but I think it's really good. Um, and worth your time. But that's out now. It's like, I think it's only like $18 as well. It's super cheap. Um, they also said that their um, Super Crate Box is coming as well, which was a mobile phone. It's a flashback, that one. Yeah, right? Um, that ruined productivity. Yeah, at, absolutely. At workplaces. Such a simple idea for a game. And um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool idea. But the, the Switch is going to uh, have the exclusive multiplayer mode as well. So you can go head to head with a friend. Uh, and then there's co-op and, and other competitive options as well. Yeah, like, if that's priced appropriately, that could be a good pickup. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think it will be very expensive. I think that's like a 10 bucks at most if you really want to, like... If you want to push it, yeah. If you want to pull teeth, yeah. I reckon it's going to launch it like a... The the um, the um eShop's pretty good with, like, those smaller indie games. Like, the oh, yeah, 750 yeah, yeah. There's, there's I think plenty is, of them that are in that, in that price range, so yeah. Mm, I think 750 would be a good good price for that. Uh, they also announced Vlambia Arcade. Uh, and which is going to be like a growing library of games that will be like small little bite-sized things. I know that Rami's been doing this thing. It's like a, basically like a, a, a game a day where they put up like a different concept game for chain. a game every year. Uh, no, no, it's it's like a, like a website yeah, so you can go to, but yeah, I guess it's, it's, like it's, the, it's sort of like a game jam. Yeah. Um, and so they put up a new game every day that you can play. And I think you can go back and play through some of the older ones as well. Um, but yeah, the idea is like to play something new, a different idea every day for a year. And uh, he's all about... He's amazing on Twitter as well. He's got some really awesome ideas and takes. Um, really, really rad dude. Um, but yeah, Lambia Arcade seems really cool. It's going to have like a, a growing library of things of like bite-sized games, they said. Uh, and the first one they talked about is called Ultra Bugs, which looks like a like a shmup, like a pretty simple high-score shmup. Um, 
uh, it's not entirely my cup of tea, but like again, pr- priced appropriately, I'm interested in the Vlambia arcade thing as yeah, a whole. Like, as a as a package with future promise, I can see mm-hmm. I can see people buying this, even uh, if even if that first one isn't there, yep. isn't their cup of tea. I have faith. Like, yeah, I really like Vlambia stuff because they also did um, uh, Lufthrazes as well, which is also a really good game. Lufthrazes is really great. Really great at making like fun, small, tight, uh, like arcade style games. A um, lot, a lot of fun. Uh, some other notable uh, mentions were uh, Red, the Red Lantern, which is a <laughs> another roguelike. Okay. I, but, like I said, I, that's why I warned people off of the sh- segment. I'm like, I apologize. It's going to be my main takeaway. Was like, oh, that's another roguelike. Chalk it up. <laughs> This seems really cool, though. Um, it's like a first... the concept sounds so yeah. cool, and then they said roguelike and lost me. Yeah, but I, know, I think it's gonna be pretty lo- loosely based. Like, I think it's gonna be like I don't know. But but the whole idea is that you play as a character who I think they just called her the sled, the 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 musher, um, and she wants to enter the uh, what's it called the it's a uh, famous dog sled. It had a rod. I remember hearing how it was pronounced. I was like, I've got to remember that. And I forgot. But it's a, it's a famous uh, d- uh, dog sled yeah, race yeah, in yeah. Um, Alaska. And she wants to enter that. So it's all about you, like, training your dogs, caring for them uh, in your downtime, hunting for food to, for survival. Brace for depression. Yeah, brace for depression. I think there's a really sad part in the trailer where like, one of the dogs gets killed by a bear. I, mean, I think that's another reason I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I was like, man. I don't, I don't need that pain in my life. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, this seems like it's going to have like a really cool story to tell. Yeah, and, like, and I'm here for it. And also, Ashley Birch is voicing it, so I'm that. I, I heard her voice start, and I'm like, well, I'm already in whatever this is. Uh, I'll at least be vaguely interested in this. Uh, and then it just so happened the game was really interesting, cool art style as well, very reminiscent of like Firewatch, I would say. Yeah, that kind of like weird cell shaded voxely kind of vibe, um, which is sort of. Not a dime a dozen these days, but like it is a pretty popular. I mean, there's a few. Like, I love indie games, but there are a few styles. It's just like, yeah. Once a game comes out that style, it's like if you use it, it's like indie music as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like you know, it goes through like the you know. Honestly, the, the you know what? It's not even music. just indie stuff. It's just it's every industry. Really. That's very true. Something yeah. comes out, it's popular. It's like, well, then let's make something like that, or like at least elements of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I can't remember the name of the, the, the studio that's making it, but it's, I, I believe, their first game. Um, and, yeah, it looked really, really cool. Um, the person who was talking about it, because that was the one that had the, like, the lady talking about yes. it. Yes. Yeah, she um, seemed pretty passionate about it, which was good. And that's the thing. That's what I really liked about this presentation in particular. I forget her name, which is bad. Uh, me too. I'm really... That's awful. I was um, hoping it would be in the article, but it's I not. thought it would be as well, but it's not. Um, but it, that's what was really cool about this, this, um, this presentation, is they did cut... To the developers talking about their games yes. at certain points, which yes. is really neat. Um, especially, you know, if it's someone like Double Fine and Tim Schafer, <laughs> which was great. So Double Fine uh, showed off their, their new game that hadn't been talked about before. It's called Rad, um, which, you know, for multiple, a multitude of reasons. One, because it's got a very like 80s synthwave soundtrack and, and very like Saturday morning cartoon feel to it. Uh, and also, too, because it's like an irradiated wasteland that you're trying to sort of bring back the beauty and the the flowers and the, the life to this, like, desolate 
Your comedy style. Yeah, basically, yeah. But a little bit but more like, down. yeah, but top down. And zany. Yeah. I mean, double, du- double fine zane. I was going to say, it's it's classic double fine. So um, I'm very interested in this because it's cool. Like the character you play, I'm assuming his name, they, their name is Rad. Um, the trailer just says that, it says that you are Rad. Yeah, exactly. Like, so either, either that or it's just like they're, they're marketing, really leaning into the name. Yeah. Um, but you uh, you can unlock certain, like mutations and stuff that give you different abilities and they like transform your character, which I thought was really cool. Some of the ones that was like a, like a snake head that you could like bite at people and. I actually missed any of the roguelike element. Yeah, uh, well, it says that you I know, know, I know. Yeah, it was one of those ones where I was like, I can see that being used as like a roguelike, but they never mentioned it or anything. And like, I think so. We'll see. I think it's it'll be if they do those mutations will be like more like a rogue legacy style of progression, or where you've got like constant progression stuff underneath you, but. Maybe when you go in for a new run, there's other randomized elements. Like maybe it's just the layout of, like it's procedurally generated dungeons or whatever. Um, it looks really cool. It's got that that I I was in from those '80s synths. Um, Double Fine usually have just enough polish in their games. Exactly. As yeah. Well, so uh, this is yeah. I'm very interested in checking this one out. It's coming out soon. It's coming out like in the next few months. Apparently, there's no set date. They said it's summer for America. So within the next probably. Four or five months, I would say. Yeah, um, and it's coming to all platforms as well. Yes, it is. Yeah, uh, I did see that they popped up the the as PS4 like, themed trailer for uh, it. As obviously, well. once the Nindy like em- like embargo went up, yep, like the exclusive embargo, everyone else was like, "Cool, now we can." Pop yeah, it. there was a few of the trailers for the trailer <laughs> like that. I saw PlayStation pop it up and Xbox. I was like, "All right, here we go." Um, here we are. So uh, another one, Devolver Digital bringing the thunder again. Katana Zero. I'm in on this. This looks like. This looks like Dead Cells, but not a roguelike. Which is why I'm in. Yes, I was going to say, <laughs> is this one going to be this, t- is this, this one tickling your fancy? This is one of the two games in this sh- presentation was like, okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, yeah. I well, thought, three games, actually. I thought I thought this might get you. Um, well, because I remember they, I'm not sure if they announced it or teased it a month ago, but I was like, Katana Zero, remember this name. Yeah. And I was like, I'm committing that to memory because it looked really cool. Yeah, I think someone had played it like a PAX or something like that. There, was some, there was some early buzz around it. Yeah, I just remember someone talking about it a while ago. And I remember so it was already on my radar. Tim Geddes played it, has played it at some point as well. Um and, and Greg as well. Um the guys from Kinda of Funny. Uh yeah, this is a like uh you you play as an assassin known as the dragon, and it's gonna be yeah, running through side scrolling levels. The action felt like I mentioned Dead Cells before. The action looked very Dead Cells esque. Like yeah, that's fair. Really fast paced slashing and like uh, there's like a time mechanic as well. Like where if you, I think like a counter dodge basically, like which time almost. If you like, if you dodge, you can like slow down time and yeah. And, uh, or I think it's a button press. It's actually. a button press, but I, it's limited though, isn't it? I think so. It's like a. Is it a hit? Like a single? I don't know. Some, there is a limit on it though. It's not. Yeah, because you, you can use it to like basically deflect bullets back at enemies. Yes. Um But it's like a. It, it's got like that hotline Miami. Like one hit, you're dead. Um, but the game will rewind, and and because it's not procedurally generated, it's you can learn patterns and plot your way through the levels as you as you see fit. Handcrafted level design. The th- yeah, <laughs> look, I, I'm all for that. I know, well. I know. I love a good roguelike. I love a good roguelike. I love a good procedurally generated. But yeah, this is I'm in on this. And I mean, like, it's digital. Like, of course, I'm gonna like anything they publish. I'm just like, well, I'm gonna like it in some way, shape, or form. I keep looking at Barbara is you. I think it was Barbara is you. I think Devolver Digital. Looking the, at that, the big developer digital game came on Switch this week, and I'm looking at is that Red Strings Club. 
Oh yes, I'm that as well. Gonna, definitely going to buy that in the next few weeks. That and um, uh, minute. I keep looking at that's on sale. It's on at the sale moment, right and now. I'm like, I should get Cause, that because of the indie sale. That's yeah. big indie sale on Switch right now because yeah. of this. Like, I I I have to stop myself scrolling through that sale because I was just like overload. Some, some good specials in there. Yeah, that's why I picked up Wizards of Legend because it was on sale. So that's one of the ones I picked up. Uh, but yeah, the thing that I I that was in the trailer was like like hinting at like the overall narrative of like. At the end of like the job, you go home, you have a cup of tea, and you wake up the next day, you go see a therapist and talk through. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm wondering if that's actually a part of the game or whether it's just going to be cutscenes. Because the way that I, I don't know the way I interpreted it was like you go there and you you talk through the the mission. So I'm like, I wonder like if, if we're going to see like the other side of the the badass assassin and see what kind of an impact that has on on a character but then they also alluded to the fact that it's like get another hit of your 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 medicine which looks like some sort of i guess control who knows i'm i mean i'm intrigued and i'm so in i'm uh, it's on my radar um and lots of like neon pinks and blues you got a date didn't it uh april 18th yes very very close bad date okay all right very very close what comes out on april 18th the game we haven't talked about yet. Oh, yeah. Cool. We'll get to that. I'll run through some more. Um, the other ones, just some, some rapid-fire ones, uh, Blaster Master uh, Zero 2. Shadow Drop. Dropped. <laughs> um, yeah, which I played a bit of the first one. It's a good game, and this one looks awesome. The sprite work in this looked really awesome. On the boss fights, there's one boss fight like the, it was in the background and stuff. I'm like, that's really, really cool. Um, uh uh, Blood Roots, like a you know combo action game. This sort of remind me of Hotline Miami. Yeah, yeah, with like, like a really like weird quirky style. Yeah. Um, Overland, a squad based survival game. This didn't really tick the box for me because they didn't show much. Like they had like that intro video, mm. and it, like I was like, okay, there's something here, but we never saw gameplay, and that was a bummer. I can't remember who is behind it, but it was there were a couple of. People with like some pretty big clout in the, yeah. the indie industry. Um, Darkwood didn't really do it for me. Swim Sanity didn't really do it for me. Uh, Neo Cab, which was a game I played at PAX, um, that looks really really cool. They called it as a, a, an emotional survival game. I think they called it. Uh, that looks really interesting, and I, well, it was interesting. I played it, and it was I was intrigued by that game, uh, and the fact it's coming to Switch, I'll most definitely check that out. Um, but then down to the pointy end of things, um, <clears throat> two more ones that I'm really excited for. My friend Pedro, I've spoken about it before. It's coming out really soon. It's coming out in June. Um, I'm in on that. I haven't even played it. I didn't get a chance to play it at PAX, unfortunately, but I'm in on that. That game looks bonkers cool. Um, and Devolver bringing the thunder again. Um, and yeah, the developer was dead toast of that one. Uh, and another one, Creature in the Well, which it, they described as a... Like a procedurally... Uh, no, no, handcrafted. Yes, yeah, sorry. This is one where it literally says handcrafted, handcrafted dungeons. Yeah. I'm always yes. like, yeah. okay, you're um, speaking... You're literally speaking it, my language. It's a like a hack and slash game that's inspired by pinball. pinball. Yes. And I was like, yes. And it looks great. It's got a really, really interesting art style. Seems like very hyper light drift-esque. Yes. Um, different color palette though. I like yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, more yeah. muted yes. colors. And I, I think it's, it's a good like switch on that. Um, I haven't got who who developed it, but um, but yeah, it's yeah, you're you're basically working your way through a haunted mountain. Um, 
yeah, there's a whole storyline through it as well. Yeah, I'm in on that game, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, that looks really good. Um, I'm, like, contemplating picking it up for my uh, Fantasy League, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's coming out in summer, uh, well, American summer, so in the next few months as well. Uh, that'll be, I think, it's a day one purchase for me. That, like my friend Pedro, there's a lot of games here that I'm going to get day one, let's face it, Katana Zero. You can't fit all these roguelikes into your life. I can't. Um... Like roguelikes and uh, other things as well. Now you mentioned before that April eighteenth wasn't a great, a great launch date for uh, Katana Zero, because this Nintendo Direct, like Nindy's Direct, kicked off like weird, weird way to kick it off. But when it all went down, I was like, "What the fuck? Holy shit! It was true." Um. Started with a weird, like, a black and white commercial of, like, a, a, an instructional film on how to pour milk. At that point, you just should... I didn't. I was, I, okay. well, because, like, I. He was pouring it into a cup, into a mug. I know, it's hindsight, Cuphead, yes. Cuphead and mug boy. I, hindsight, <laughs> yes. But, like, at the time, I wasn't expecting that. Because, like, obviously, there's been rumors going around about that. Um, and lots of, like, very, like. To be fair, the rumor was about Ori and the Blind Forest. That's true, actually, yeah. Um, which is absolutely coming after this. Like, oh, 100%. Now this exists, Ori in the Blind Forest and 100%. Will of the Wisps, they're both coming to Switch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, Cuphead is coming to the Nintendo Switch. No uh, much, is no much of a DLC coming? I was wondering about that. So I, I hope it is because I'm, I'm definitely going to I assume it's going to be later. Um, I'm going to buy this again and play it because this game, this game is like a must play. I honestly, I think, for if not for any other reason, for visual and like presentation wise, it's phenomenal to look at this game and to listen to. Like I, I adore everything to do with Cuphead, even though it is a fucking hard as nails like platformer, like boss rush platformer game essentially. Um, yeah. Coming to Switch. It even had its own jingle as well. They had this, the. Did you hear the music for it? The music in the trailer is all about like Cuphead coming to Switch. Um, it they re they wrote a piece of music for it about for this this commercial. Um, yeah, I D- depending how my psyche is feeling after Sekiro, but I'll definitely buy this eventually for Switch. Yeah. But I might be too hurt. Yeah, I might still be like limping a bit. <laughs> it is up for pre order at the moment. It's the same price as it is on Xbox for thirty bucks um, Australian. Um, Translate to, into whatever currency you are yeah. from where you're listening. Most of you are probably Australian, though. Um, yeah, but yeah, so thirty bucks. Uh, th- that's this game is worth that one hundred percent. I think this game's amazing. I've been meaning to go back to it for a while now. Now it's on Switch. I'm gonna I can chip away at it on on the couch, um, like just like you know, whilst I'm playing on a podcast, like I can play it on the TV and get the full effect of it. But then if I'm really struggling with a particular level, I'm like, right, that's it. Come here, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna fucking tackle this head on. Um worried about the 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 safety of my switch though. Yeah, switches are gonna break. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. They're gonna they're gonna people are gonna flip the switch. <laughs> yes, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm honestly close to flipping your switch. <laughs> but when I find where it's packed. The reason why I left it to the last is because there's bigger there's a bigger like story around outside of this because obviously this was a Microsoft exclusive. Mm-hmm. You can only get it on PC and Xbox, and they were very 
proud of that fact, and so they should be because it's it's a, it's a if you buy an Xbox One, that's a must buy game. You, it's a good game to show off, you know, indie games in general, but also like what's available on the Microsoft Store. Um, now it's on a Nintendo platform, and there's been all this like talk about how Nintendo and Microsoft have been getting real buddy buddy with each other. It was just weeks ago the rumors were going around heavily. Absolutely, like we we covered it about the whole like um, Game Pass coming to it, and then, and then going we, we had an update to pump the brakes. Exactly, <laughs> but even going back further, there was the whole like the Minecraft crossplay stuff. Like they had the Survive Together trailer, yeah, which was like wow, that's wow, that's a big deal. Um, and now this has happened. So, what does it all mean, Karen? <laughs> First of all, it means Microsoft want money. Of course, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, this, is right. a, this, this is this is a way for them to get money from a handheld audience they would never have had access to. Absolutely, because and, Carpet, they, Microsoft never, is never going to have a handheld. No, because I, I, I don't think they want to. That's no. not something that they want. They're going down the streaming route of things. Exactly. Which is fair enough. Um, and why they're, they're looking at it from a, a, an intelligent point of view by going, well, there's no way we're going to compete with the Switch. So why the fuck would we? Why would we funnel money into something that's yeah, ideally so going to put it on the platform and make some cash? Absolutely. Um, but, so you mentioned about Ori before, that was the whole rumor that Ori was coming it's to. totally it. happening. It is absolutely happening. We're going to circle this back to the age-old question. Do you think this whole situation is going to have an impact on the Smash Brothers DLC? What, Banjo? <laughs> I'm, maybe Cuphead. No. You don't think so? No. I'm sorry, I don't. I would... I, 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 look, I, I'm leaning more towards the I don't think so as well. Shovel Knight's an assist trophy. I know. That's what I keep coming back to. I know, and it's I know. Not, it's, I, I think Banjo... Banjo is Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo makes more sense. Um, and as much as I love Shovel Knight, I feel like Cuphead's a different beast in a way. Shovel Knight's bigger. Oh, really? You yeah. think so? Yes. You think so? Yes. I, I I love Shovel Knight. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not so sure now. I think Cuphead... Cuphead is a... It is a big deal. Like, if you Honestly, look at, if it hadn't got a DLC update, I don't... Would we still... Would it still be talked about? I think so. Okay. I honestly I, I just, do. I never... Honestly, it wasn't coming up in conversations I was listening to, so... Uh, well, yeah. I wasn't... I wasn't bringing... I wasn't walking into conversations and going, Hey, guys, if I know. Cuphead is but so... That, good, like, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I feel like Shovel Knight is always somewhere in there. Especially when you took anything, like, indie, like, throwback oh, platforms. I, I... Look, I agree. I do think it's it's something that's... Um, and plus, Spender, because it always makes sense. Oh, of course it does. Sakurai, but, Sakurai's going to... If Sakurai's going to pick a Microsoft representative... Mm. He's going to pick Banjo from a Nintendo 64 days. I, oh, man, I just, now, now I don't have Shovel Knight. I need another indie representative. You might get Cuphead as an assist trophy. It's fine. <laughs> fine. I would be so cool. It'd be like having like 2D, like Game & Watch as well. I, the Banjo-Kazooie, like the moveset makes itself. So is Cuphead. Have and the, the history. I know. Look, the the history of Rare and Nintendo. Oh, it's fine. Just bring a banjo home. You just want to shut my dreams down. It's fine. <laughs> no, I, look. You're no, right. I'm just honestly like, I, yeah. I don't like. I don't think Sakurai has anything against any games. But no, 
but you're right. If you're gonna if you're gonna do something like this, you want to make a big deal out of it. And banjo is the biggest of deals. Yeah, and like, countries. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. I'm, at this point, I don't think, I don't think there's a Western Smash character, right? Which is gotta count for something. I don't. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm going over my head, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But it's like we could be here forever because there's oh, a lot of extended outside of Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Like other stuff, like assist trophies and stickers and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Plenty of that in there. Of course. I, and I don't know. And, and that's why I think like if, if he was going to pick a Western character, it's Banjo-Kazooie. Well, okay. Say say they are going Banjo-Kazooie. After this announcement of like Cuphead coming to Switch and Microsoft and and like Nintendo name-dropping ben- Microsoft in the actual presentation. Banjo-Kazooie gets announced for Smash because they also confirm Rare Replay comes to Switch. <laughs> fuck oh dude shit I didn't even think of that oh man sorry sirens are on our end don't worry about that uh it's all good please don't freak out you're not getting pulled over I mean oh they could be doing something illegal so check just in case I mean yeah if (laughs) if you are driving dangerously and you do see flashing lights in your rear view or if you're listening to this in your comfort of your house like yeah make sure you're not murdering someone exactly please just or getting murdered or getting murdered true goes both ways maybe stop pause the podcast yep (laughs) just pop the pop the earbud out wave the cops down say please stop stabbing (laughs) me sir and then call the police. Um, <laughs> and then pop the earbud back in while you're waiting for well, the killer. If the killer hears it, they might freak out. Like, this has gone too far. Tell them to subscribe, please. <laughs> like, give them a ra- give, tell them to give us a rating. Especially if we're gonna, not going to be listening anymore. And like, they go, if they get wow. caught, they're going to go to jail. That's, they're going to listen to some stuff. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Circle around back to the topic. <laughs> um, yeah, Rare Replay. I didn't even think of that. That is... Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I don't sense. know how you do it. Like, I feel like that's not fitting on a single little Switch card. But... Well, to be fair, I, I don't think do it's them. all on the single disc anyway. No, it's not. A lot of them you download. Especially the, the, the later on games you download. It could, be, it could be like how this works. But I just... Maybe put it up as like a, a free thing that you download, the, the Rare Replay thing, and then you can buy individually. Well, honestly, all you just buy, like Rare Replay is a digital only thing. Yep, okay. All the games, because like, even though you can get Rare Replay, like a lot of them, because they came out on 360 first, like, can be bought separately. Like Banjo-Kazooie yep. and Tui and Perfect Dark. Yep. A lot of those you can buy outside of a Rare Replay. It's, it's just one of those things, it's like, it just, again, after Cuphead, and with all the buddy-buddy talk, it's like, you know, make it happen. Uh, absolutely. Get these old Nintendo 64 games on Switch. Absolutely. I totally agree. What's happening in your neighborhood? I don't know, man. Are we okay? What a, what, I was going to say, what a first day to move are in. Are we safe? I think we're okay. They're fire trucks. There's clearly a fire somewhere. There's a fire. At least it's fire, not police. Is fire better? I don't know. We'll, fire, find, we'll find out soon, I guess. Fire is... Oh, I was going to say fire is more easily controlled. I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's like a debate topic there. <laughs> What's more dangerous? Fire, fire or police? Fire, fire or, or like or criminals. Cool. Yeah. What's, what's what if the they're, what if they're combined? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Fire criminals. We've gone too far again. <laughs> um, Circle around back to the topic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... Oh, man. That rare replay thing, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but it is exciting that Cuphead... It is. is. It's very... And, like... I'm super pumped. I'm keen for it. 
again, still might be sore from Sekiro, so I might wait yep. on it a little bit. Yep. Not sure if I'll be ready for another game to just make me feel like I'm bad at video games again yeah. so soon. Oh, uh, this game will make you its bitch. It's it's no joke. Um, neither is currently neither is secondary. I I know, but that's the thing. <laughs> so like, I, but need, it, I might need time. But it has that thing as well. It's got like all that, that that classic like pattern recognition and learning from your mistakes. And if you get greedy, you're gonna you're gonna pay for it basically. Um, but it's all wrapped up in this like colorful, bright, jaunty. Felix the Cat esque animated style um, about uh, a, a cuphead and mugman making a deal with the devil because they've got gambling problems. Yeah, it's, um, it's very serious. It's super serious. Uh, yeah, and so the devil goes, "All right, they lose, obviously." And the devil's like, "Well, instead of paying me now, you're going to work for me. You're going to collect all these souls." So you go around. That's what you you fight the bosses to collect their souls for the devil. Um, yeah, it's it's so good. It's a must, must, must play. Um, but it's coming out, yeah, April eighteenth. Yeah, um, so close. Like to go, it went from like a rumor that Microsoft and Nintendo were getting buddy buddy to suddenly like next month we get just Cuphead. like surprise Cuphead's coming. Yeah, um, good turnaround. Yeah, no, it's. I just wanted to bring that up as a, a like a, I thought it was an interesting topic of conversation of like where things could go, and you blow my mind with that rare replay thing. It just makes sense. It does. Right? It really does. Um, and that would be... A, so we need a way to get the, the Banjo games on there. Exactly. Like, and we're Dark on there. All these games that were huge on Nintendo. I don't think... I really don't think now we're going to get a Nintendo 64 classic. So this would be the way to do it. Get Blast Corp. Yeah, you, you could get Blast Corp. Blast Corp's Man, good. Will Battletoads come to Switch? Like the new one? Yeah. Oh. Look, again, it, everything is everything is possible now. Oh, yeah. And, no. like, you know what? And in a way, it sort of, it also feels like an extra way for Microsoft to be like, yeah, fuck you, Sony. Because, like, I, I honestly, money, yes, is, like, obviously a driving factor of this. But I honestly think it's like a, they're, they're going for, like, the people's, comp, like, the, the gamer's company, basically. Yeah, well, because they're, 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 ultimately that's their plan. Microsoft wants, they don't care what platform it is. No. They want to be like Netflix, whereas it's like... Absolutely. That's why they're working so hard on their Project X Cloud thing. And yeah. They're, like, they're getting cuphead on Switch now. Like, whatever platform you're on, they want there to be a way to play their games. Absolutely. And you give them money to do it. And also, they're future-proofing themselves so that when Xbox One, Two, or whatever it's going to be called, comes out, they're, you know, they're in the spotlight as being like, the good guys, you know, yeah, well. doing it for the people, the so, people's company. So ironic after they were the bad guys at the start of the gen. But that's what happens. Then Sony will turn around with their tail between their legs and be like, oh, but uh, we're going to do this, 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 and this now. Although I'm not so sure that they will do that. I think they're pretty set in their ways at the moment, but... Sony knows that we're on top. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, and they want to make sure everyone else knows that they're on top, so... And yeah, so to play tomorrow, we'll see, like... Oh. It could be a sign that maybe Sony is realizing that they do have to communicate. Well, yeah, true. They can't just be like, we got these cool games coming. Exactly. When are they coming out? Ah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Fuck you, that's when. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Microsoft over here going, hey guys, we know you really like Cuphead. Now we're going to put it on the Switch for you. So those of you who haven't played it yet, everyone's like, Fuck yeah! And if this, awesome. was, if this wasn't enough, there's also an indie, like an Xbox indie, like ID at Xbox stream, I think on Tuesday. Yes. So like, I guess next week we'll have State of Play and ID at Xbox to talk about. Is, is Shovel Knight on Xbox yet? I think so. Is it on Xbox? Yeah, I don't know. That's I'm wondering. 
Because that would be a good like. It's definitely on PS4. So. It definitely is on PS4. And I, Vita as well. It's gotta be, right? It surely. I thought it might be, but. Is it listed as. Yeah, it is. It is. Alright, cool. I was gonna say, because that would be a. Yeah. That would have been a cool like. Well, Cuphead's coming to Switch. Shovel Knight's going to I mean, Xbox. Man, what if Cadence of Hyrule goes to Xbox One? I don't know. Shit, that'd be cool. Damn it, honestly. Like, this is absolutely like a one-way deal. Yeah. Like, Microsoft's like, so. hey, do you want Cuphead? And Nintendo's like, sure, we'll sell yeah. Cuphead. Well, and then was... Microsoft's like, hmm? Well, there was... Like, hands out. And Nintendo's <laughs> like, no. You don't get Mario or Zelda. No, we, this is... We, we'll put it, we will sell Cuphead for you. That's it. That's it. End of deal. Well, you were telling me yesterday, I think, about the... There was a tweet from... Daniel Bloodworth from Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Bloodworth tweeted, like, that he's... Because he was at... He's at GDC. Yeah. And, like, Microsoft approached, well, Nintendo and also what's... Uh, MDHR. MDHR to mm. be like, hey, do you want to put Cuphead on Switch? That, so, like, Microsoft's doing this. It they're, was they're their idea, yeah. They weren't sitting back just going, we'll do it for... It, it's not like Nintendo calls up and we're like, hey, can we have... Can we sell Cuphead? Yeah. It's like, no, but Microsoft approached... It wasn't like a... Accounts. Please, sir, can I have some Cuphead? Yeah. Cuphead? Like, it, it, it was their idea. Yeah, Microsoft made the calls. So That's like, really cool. But, yeah, like, they... One way deal. <laughs> one way deal. Yes. Yeah, like, I agree. It was like, no, we're not giving you any of our stuff. <laughs> but I just, I feel like it, they're, 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 the steps are being taken to some sort of like uneasy alliance. <laughs> not even uneasy alliance, it's being friends. Yeah, it's just being buds. Survive together. Yeah, Sony's not talking to anyone, so they might as well talk to each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, I just realized the survive together thing, like, that's... That's more prominent now, like I mean, all, outside of Minecraft. It all started years ago, back when the fans came came up with um Wii sixty. Wii sixty, yeah. Back, back in the back when the PS3 was like the devil. Five hundred and ninety nine US dollars. Um Yeah, Sony certainly learned after that when they announced the PS4 and then fell back into their old patterns. Yep. yep. Yeah. They they did fuck it again. Um They get arrogant quick. They do. But it was a, I, I honestly think it was one of my favorite Nindies directs that Nintendo put out. I really liked that it was it was really tight paced. I think it was like sixteen games all up that were announced and talked about. Um, didn't spend too long on any of them. Um, a couple of really big announcements and like fun interstitials in between them. Uh, and yeah, all done in like twenty eight minutes and yep. really really good. It was good. Like I still I, every time a Nindies director's announced, I'm like. <gasps> Will I finally get a date for Kentucky Route Zero? And, I know, and I never, I, yeah. it never happens, and I'm always crushed. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon that'll be their like their E3 direct shadow drop. Maybe that'll be their Hollow Knight for this year. Maybe that's what I feel. A lot of people, like, a lot of buzz about it, a lot of positive buzz um, from people who obviously play that on like platforms. Cadence of Hyrule. Don't depending oh. on that, depending on when, when that's done. Oh, <laughs> oh, you you can you I I would be. You, I could not throw my card harder at my Switch any like and faster if that happened. I'd just be like, take it, take my money. Um but yeah, I think that's about it for Dope or Nope this week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, it's almost time for us to wrap up, but before we do, I think it's time we checked in with uh, your questions so we can answer them in the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round is, of course, our question and answer segment of the show, uh, where you guys get to write into us uh, with any questions, games, comments, 
discussion topics, anything you'd like to talk us to talk about on the show, and we'll answer it right here, right now. And we have one question this week from the man himself, the one, the only, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick. Uh, a man I got to see not once but twice, two days in a row over the weekend. I do, have to, I do have to say, though, his question was answered, so... Uh, well... <laughs> okay, yep, fair enough. Continue. Uh, yep. That... I just, honestly, it's, I, I just found it funny. Yep. Just wanted to bring that up. Yep, no, it, it definitely was. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sean, lovely human being. Done yes, a lot of he's fantastic. Stuff. I swear to fucking God we'll have him in the show. I mean, we, thought maybe, we thought maybe we thought maybe the league we're in would do it, but it's looking real bad for yeah. our other friend Ben. So. Yeah, yeah, ben, Ben's, Ben's pretty confident at the moment. Like in his, At uh, this point, he could be coming on to talk about Anthem. Yeah. So I look so forward to that. Please be excited. Um, he, he isn't if it happens. Mm, no, he He probably really should just scoop up one of those $30 um, clearance copies from Gamesman. I was going to say, I could not think of any game that Ben would, I know. would rather play less. He would be so, this. so mad playing I almost game. feel. I almost feel like if that is the way it goes, that we should probably pick up copies and... I mean, At I least will squat up with him because I want to. I, I kind of want to play Anthem. Yeah, I like. I could be twi- that. That like, would be a thing. I go. All right, cool. No joke. When there was like, and it's like, yeah, thirty bucks. I'm like, I could. I yeah. Like, I hovered over buy just because I'm like, I'm gonna play it eventually. <laughs> it's only thirty bucks. That's very true. Um, but yeah, Sean is a lovely human being. Um, yeah, I got to hang out with him a couple of times over the weekend. Had lots of many many good chats with him. Um, and we love him very much. But Sean asks us this week. When was the last time you felt pure, unadulterated joy during a game? The answer that was given to him was DMC5. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good answer. Yeah, by Mario Sanchez, uh, replied with playing DMC5. Yeah, I can't attest to that, but it seems like you can. Yeah, it was very fun. um, Yeah. Uh, Well, apart from DMC5, is there anything else that sticks out in your mind from recent memory? Regardless of how I feel about it afterwards, and it's funny because we haven't even talked about this game in full. We really haven't, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3, when I first booted that up, that was joy. Yeah. Like, when I hit Olympus, yep. I'd waited so long. Yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and it, like, it delivered at the game. It did, yeah. I Yeah, I agree. I, I, I mean, it was probably a lot more impactful for you, because... I'd waited so long. <laughs> exactly. The, the wait for you was much longer than it was for me, but... Um, yeah, that I, I, I can definitely see that being, a, a, like, a joyous moment but even apart from that like uh for similar reasons obviously for, for long waits when uh when it, it hit midnight on that fateful day in september a couple of years ago and my 3ds was just like oh hey you can play metroid Samus returns now yep. i was like i get a new metroid game yep i can i can play it right now i'm in like and earlier that year as well we got to play percent of five that's yeah, a, yeah. A, that's another really good one that was bliss yep it was like Wait last year when, I, when my copy of Smash Ultimate unlocked. Yep. I'm like, I, I am ready to unlock 70 characters. Yep. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's I was go. Like, probably like one of five people cheering when Sakurai was like, yeah, so I was going to start with just the Smash, Smash 64 roster. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll unlock 60 let's characters. Let's go for it. <laughs> um, the one that sticks out for me, for me, recent memory, is Spider-Man on PS4. I just... That game made me feel so happy to swing around in that city, even when things were very bleak in that game. Um, and, and they do get quite bleak, but it's uh, just the swinging, the mechanics behind swinging around their version, uh, Insomniac's version of uh, of New York City is just so much fun and just made me giddy every time I did it. Like, it was, it, it was a joy to play. Um, and I actually... 
that that might be something I might play tonight as well. I might go back and actually go to the through the DLC that I've got for it. Joel, currently you're queuing up a lot to play. I've got no internet, so there are other things. Can't be distracted. Can't be distracted by things. But stop looking around <laughs> my place at all the boxes. <laughs> I've got plenty of time to do that. I'm just saying. You're playing. There's no deadline on unpacking. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's all good. You are your own boss. Games. Games. Um, yeah, that, that's probably my answer, I would say. No other ones you want to throw in a ring? Um, for, for, I didn't play a lot of it, um, but when I booted up uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, like that was just like comfort food. It was like, yeah. I, I know this. This this feels comfortable. It, it's slightly different and slightly less taxing. Yeah. But it's just, it was so nice. Yeah. It was so lovely. Fair. And like... It was adorable and like playing with Pikachu and the touchscreen, the pattern, and like I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, and it was just, yeah, I couldn't be sad playing that. Like I couldn't be upset. I was like, this is so nice. Until they get to, you know, Pokemon Tower and the Cubone story happens and then, boy, that's oh, yeah. oh, yeah. so well, sad. Well, for all, it's the same with Spider-Man. There, there are, there are downer moments in those games, but um, like it, it's still like, for no other reason, it's still super fun to play and 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 experience that and to have those emotions, it's, it's comforting in a way. Um, I I had another one as well, but it's it's flown. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Absolutely gone. It's gone. She's gone. Um, anything else sticking out for you? Not currently. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think I think I think those are my main ones. Happy with that one? Cool. Well, uh, I I reckon yeah. Thank you very much, Sean, for your question. Hopefully, I uh, answered it uh, accurately enough for you. Let, let let us know, Sean. What did you enjoy playing? What What's the last thing that you played that made you feel happy? Um, Slime Rancher was the other one I was going to say. That's I fair. spoke about earlier. I mean, Stardew Valley. And Stardew Valley. Yep. That was joy. Yep. And this, yeah. like I'd waited so long for another Harvest Moon type game to come along that wasn't bad. Yeah. And then Stardew Valley's like, hey, I, you've known about me for a while and you've been waiting for me on Switch. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Low stakes, and good I'm, vibes, and man. And I lost like 60 hours to it. Low stakes, good vibes. It's, it's a new rating. It's a really, like, is that a rating or a genre? It's a rating. Okay. Because it could be all different <laughs> types of genres. But it's low stakes, good vibes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Most eggs, comma, good vibes. Okay. Anyway. Uh, thank you very much, Sean, for your question. Lovely. Lovely to talk about some, some low stakes, good vibes to run out the episode. You, you, you've got to stop saying it. I'm not going to. If you call, you can't, I'm not letting you call the episode that. <laughs> I'm going to call one one day, low stakes, uh, good vibes. I know you are. When, gonna... when we felt, there was, there was not enough low stakes, good vibes represented in this episode. Oh, so I can't geez. justify calling it that way. Um, but yeah, I reckon that's an episode though, Karen. What do you reckon? I'll take us out then. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it, of course, especially if you've reached this point because you've listened to us ramble for ages. Uh, as always, if you want to sort of keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we are just Dialogue Options. And of course, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it is Podbean, Podchaser, iTunes, Spotify, anything really that has that you listen to us on, chuck us a review or a share or a like. Uh, it helps a bunch. And of course, our individual accounts. You can find me on Twitter where I'm at LamaManX 
And honestly, Joel, I'm going to go back a bit of my tweets because most of my tweets have been about Sekiro. Yep. So I'm going to go back a couple of tweets to my current disappointment. And that is... <laughs> this week... I mean, there have been rumors. This week, a new Dragon Ball Fighters character was announced. Yeah. Now, Good news. Dragon Ball Dragon Ball is a long-running series, right? They, uh-huh. they can pick from Dragon Ball, so Dragon Ball characters. Z, Dragon yeah. Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, even a bunch of the movies that aren't canon. It's like, oh, man, who are they going to pick for the brand new character? Uh, they picked GT Goku, yeah. Kid Goku from, cool. from Dragon Ball GT. So that's that's good. Well, yeah, I mean, look. Look, we don't, we don't have enough Goku. Say, there's one thing that game needs is more Goku. We've, so... got, we've got Goku. We've yeah. got Super Saiyan Goku. Mm-hmm. We've got Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku. Mm-hmm. We've got Kid Goku now. Uh-huh. We've got Vegito. We've mm-hmm. got Gohan. And also adult Gohan. Mm-hmm. We've got Gotenks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Goku Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting Gogeta. Yep. I think that might... I mean, technically, he's also a bit of Goku in uh, Zamasu fused as well, because he's yep. part Goku Black. I mean, we do need more Goku. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think I think next... Like, when they... when If Arxis ever does a second Dragon Ball Fighters, like, just have Goku characters. Yeah. Just call it, like... The Goku edition. Yeah, the Goku edition. Oh, fuck, that'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, that. It's so mad. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's what I've been tweeting about, like, apart from Sekiro. What about you, Joel? Uh, well, you can find me at Jolly Mac, uh, where, uh, apart from me just, like, sort of mildly live-tweeting the uh, the Nintendo Nindies Direct, getting very excited about Cuphead and uh, uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Um, one other thing I did last week, Kyron. Uh, my wife and I went and saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, you did, you did. Um, I'm not going to say anything about the show. It's like up, about storyline-wise or anything like that. I will hashtag keep the secrets. I have my pins. Don't read the play, guys. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't. And Oh, okay. I, I didn't. And if you are a Harry Potter fan and you haven't, like, you haven't read the play, you need to see it. It's... If, if for nothing else, the staging of it is one of the most, quite literally, magical things I've seen on stage. And I've seen a lot of theatre shows, and this was phenomenal. Um, and I had an amazing day out with uh, with my wife. We went and had, we had dumplings for lunch. We saw part one. We came out of that. It ends on an amazing cliffhanger. And I was like, oh my god, this is so good. I was shaking. Um, we had dinner at Spaghetti Tree, had some lovely pasta, went back and saw part two, and it just, it was so wonderful. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. I know a lot of people get turned off by the price and all that sort of stuff, which, yes, honestly, it is a lot of money, but if you break it down and sort of look at it as the fact that you're seeing two shows in one day, the price makes sense. Um, but yeah, on it's mind-blowing it, it blew me away with how impressive some of the stuff in that show is um and it is absolutely worth checking out so yeah that's all i've been tweeting about all right then well in that case i'll let our wonderful theme song take us out and we will catch you guys next week see you bye Options podcast.